money out of your fans' hands and burned it in front of their faces with that piece of shit known as this. I want to be hyped. Burn! How are you doing? And Tim and Steve are sucking it out of me. It was a pretty good podcast. I'd say, um, three out of five. Uh, South Park fractured the whole... Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. We gotta, we gotta enjoy that title first. It's so good in the end. You're fractured but whole. Who the fuck is Master Chief? Who's <laughs> this happened? Third party money has nice. happened. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that was on Xbox, and the only way as a PlayStation fan you can be happy about that is is because you're happy that Xbox fans don't get to play it. I finally finished uh, Ori, which uh, took me 36 hours, 1338. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Forza doesn't, they don't program in 0 to 60 numbers. They don't program in how tight a car can turn, how much uh, traction a car has. They don't do any of that. But what they do is they put these statistics into their physics engine and they let their physics engine work it out for itself. If you don't want to buy it because there's a woman in the game or on the cover, you can suck it. You know how many times I've argued with people and they're like, Persona 5! It's like it's the same shit all the time. It's like, uh, I don't know, they and have, they have, like, take down, you know, <laughs> exactly. They, you know, Sony's going to have more delays. It's just, it's a pattern all general. When I play Minecraft Story Mode, if you don't like it, then fuck you. You can write into the show at lettersatxboxuncut.com. And now, your host, Dustin. No, my name is not Dustin. Welcome to the Xbox Uncut Weekly Podcast, episode 133. So uh, Dustin is out this week, so yours truly, Vern, the Golden Throat, is host. Uh, Let's get started uh, with our introductions. Uh, We have a good panel today. We're going to start with Steve from SteveRules.com. How are you, Steve? I'm good, thanks, Vern. Thank you for having me. Good to be here. Yeah, Yeah, you had a good week? Yeah, yeah, it's been all right. Pretty good. Yeah, playing lots of games. Lots of games, yeah. Lots of rugby awesome. League. Yeah, we're gonna be talking that about that a lot. Uh, next, we have Jason. How are you, Jason? Tired. Had a shitty week, <laughs> but I'm ready to do the podcast. <laughs> okay, well we're gonna we're gonna uplift you, Jason. Okay. Good luck. It's gonna happen. <laughs> I've been I've been doing inventory all all week. Good luck. <laughs> inventory for what? A retail store. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. I used to have to do that. You have to wake up really early for that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm basically yeah. the only one doing it. <laughs> uh, oh, that's a bummer. Well, hopefully you can be done with that soon. Uh, next, we have One Saint. Chris, how are you? I'm good, and uh, today's a special day. You guys want to know why? Yes. It's a No Rules us. Thursday. Dustin's not here. We can do whatever we want. Woo! PlayStation I don't. I don't like my name being used in vain. It's, oh, yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't spell it with a Z, so yeah. it's okay. No, 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 that's and right. I spelled that R O O L S. No rules. That was ambiguous. Or yes. Regardless, I hope everybody's doing well. I've been sick all week. It's been oh. miserable, but I'm here. I'll, 
All right, and last we have, uh, and not least, I don't want to, I don't want to slight you there. We have Timothy E. Dog. How are you, Tim? What's up, guys? How you doing? Glad to be here on Xbox Uncut. So, uh, how's the community right now, Tim? I mean, you're the one who's uh, who sees all this and gets all the crazy tweets. Has it died down a bit from last week? Um, there's a lingering of, of uh, a little bit of. I would say it's a, there's a little. The morale's a little low, but it'll change. It's just. Uh, on Monday, I think that it didn't blow over like like a lot of people thought, and um, there's, there's there's a little lingering. There's there's still people that are uh, not really on board 100, percent but I think once you get a, a big piece of news, um, it'll ratchet up. It just seems like uh, you know. I mean, obviously these guys that 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 argue with. Um, you know, Sony guys, you know, basically they have no more am- ammunition, so it's kind of, de- and that aspect has died down as far as, you know, there's no there's no fighting. There's really, you know, you know what it's going to dribble down to, you know, you don't have well, exclusives, you know. But, well, yeah, uh, you can't say true exclusives anymore because right. this probably won't happen hey, much. Hey, all so. I want to say about that is that Sony was the first company to come out with the console exclusive tag for a case. Like you're right. Cover. You're right. With Street Fighter, right? It's so well, great. No. Uh, the first one I saw was Street Fighter. Four, four, is it five. not on the game cover? Because I, I remember seeing. I think it is a picture where Street they Street were playing the first one. It is, but it's it's very cleverly worded because it says a one line PS4 exclusive and on the next line console game. Yeah. It's that. It's actually. <laughs> it's actually incredibly, incredibly well done. <laughs> oh. And it, and it's it's factually true, but people are not going to read it like that. And I think no, it's gross just... to do something like that. No, no way. It's that's just. Mm. Nah. That's. I mean, yeah. I mean, the game. Back in the day, well, it'd be kind of like it'd be kind of like if they brought back only on Xbox and then a little tiny frit next to it and PC. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do they say? Don't don't hate the player, hate the game. It's the game. Man. Yeah. Well, I really, how it is. I really don't give a shit to be honest, because I've been all digital this generation except for two games, and that's it. One was a gift, and one was a launch title I bought, and then just what was the launch uh-huh. title? Dead Rising. It's a good game. That was a good launch like title. Uh, you know, I I have a very big problem with open world games. Uh, if it's not really like pointing me in the direction that I need to go, and it tells me I could do whatever I want, I usually just do whatever I want. I have a hard time following story. That's why I still play The Witcher because I just walk around just doing random shit, and I'm like, oh okay, I'll guess I'll do some of the story. But I'm close to finishing that. I'm trying to find the stupid Sunstone right now. I'm like that too. I just keep GTA. I just I don't follow the story. I just start bashing somebody and jumping in a car and running away from the police. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much every I, time I, I just, fly. I could just imagine you trying to commit a heist, Tim. Yeah, I go I go shoot darts and then I just go drive around in GTA. Yeah. Ah, no one likes GTA. It's got bad controls. All, All right, right, I'm gonna move on to news now. Since uh, we were just talking about, you know, what's going on with Xbox and Windows 10, uh, I'm actually going to jump to the second news article we have here and then kind of move around a little. Because uh, the first thing I want to talk about is this rumor. Now, Steve, this says WPD Dang, or is that WP Dang? What is, what is this Dang, website? Yeah, it's, WP I Dang, yeah. I believe it's a Chinese website. Who have had oh, a very okay. Good, very good track record for Windows phone rumors. I tried to find the link, but when I Googled it, it, it was in a, a language that, unfortunately, I do not speak. So I figured it'd just be much simpler if I just put the Windows Central yeah. article and 
So yeah, this uh, this rumor continues from what we were talking about last week. The rumor is that the Forza franchise and more are coming to Windows 10. Uh, they're a reliable Windows Phone info leaker, and they said Microsoft games coming to Windows 10 alongside Xbox One. Forza Motorsport 6 is set to release on Windows 10 alongside the unannounced Forza Horizon 3, which will also launch on Xbox One. Uh, Gears of War 4 and Scalebound, as accidentally listed, quote-unquote, uh, by GameSpot for Windows 10, also mentioned. Uh, these games will potentially hit Windows 10 alongside the previously announced Ori in the Blind Forest Definitive Edition, Gears of War Ultimate Edition, ReCore, Killer Instinct, Sea of Thieves, and Halo Wars 2. So what do you guys all think about this? It sounds like they're going all all in now. I'm extremely suspicious about Forza 6, and I'm, I'm only suspicious for one reason. And that's, if you remember back to the DirectX 12 demo for Forza 5, they were talking about how they built that demo, and apparently yeah. it took months to convert one track and a few cars just for that race. That's all that demo was. That's all they could convert. With a much bigger team, sir, I'm, they can get the 26 tracks and 500 well, cars, but they wouldn't... That was also five. I mean, six may be doing things no, that are way not more similar to what we see with... What? It's not DirectX 12, though. It's DirectX 11. They confirmed that. Like, it yeah. would have to be converted over DirectX 12. So is Forza Horizon okay. 3 going to be DirectX 12? It would take... It would take Forza Horizon Possibly, 3 is, yeah. No, it is, because... Um, I don't... When's the last... I'm trying to think of when the last... Uh, I don't know if it was build, but they had a display where it was like, Studios working with DX12, and it said Turn 10, and this was after Forza 6. So it's yeah. pretty clear. They, Horizon 3 um, is going to be DirectX Dire- 12. Black Tusk were also on that list. Uh, yeah, Black Tusk yeah, on that list, too. They were renamed since then, but... They said Black Tusk. Well, it made and sense for every Xbox. For well, every if that's major the case, then we can team. assume Gears of War 4. Yeah. Well, I mean, we already know Gears Ultimate Edition is, is coming. Yeah. It could have been referring to that. But I mean, but I think this was before they'd announced that. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't really understand why you'd put Ultimate Edition on there and not put 4 yeah. on there. But yeah. I see. I, I understand Forza Horizon 3. That makes sense. That's coming out in the future. And if. We're going along with what we've seen in the past. That'll definitely come to PC. Yeah, Forza, Forza Motorsport 6 is kind of suspect. I kind of agree with Jason there. I would think it's more likely we'd see a, a more specific PC version of the Motorsport franchise, wouldn't you? Yeah, it's like Turn 10 Studios is not going to stop a Forza 7 to convert Forza 6. But if they got you know, a third-party studio to do it, then it would... That's a possibility. It's definitely a possibility, but, and it could explain why maybe it got leaked, but... At the same time, one leak, I don't know. I mean, you look at Quantum Break and how seemingly how quickly that was put together. Because mm-hmm. in August they were like, no, it's not coming day one. And then in February it's like, it's day one. So, I mean, they've been building these tools for a while. I, I think Forza 6 will happen and I think it will be pretty quick. Whether they got someone outside to do it or whether... They got a team to do it themselves. Um, I always, I did think that they would do like a free-to-play Forza across perhaps PC and mobile, and there were some job listings that that hinted towards that. But that was like over two years ago, and it's not happened. I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft would just like let's just put let's just make the same games. And just do put we them on think? Everything. 
do we think they'll do crossplay for games that have already been released on Xbox One, but then come out on PC? You know what I mean? So like, no. Forza Motorsport Six already came out, but I wonder if they would well, implement crossplay into that the version that's on PC to then work with Xbox One. Isn't Killer Instinct going to be crossplay? It yes. is, but but they'll be releasing a whole new like that'll be Direct X Twelve, you know? And yeah, that'll be Direct X Twelve well, and completely rebuilt. Anything that's built on DirectX 12 is going to be um, <clears throat> most likely going to uh, Windows 10 because of the way it's coded. So Gears 4, very likely it's going to go to um, Windows. Crackdown 3, very likely it's going to go to Windows. I this find is it just interesting Crackdown's not been rumored. Yeah, yeah I, I think happen, I think but... at at the end of the day, these games are are going to be <clears throat> on Windows. Now they might be maybe in Gears just 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 to test the waters. It might be a three month exclusive, but in the end, Microsoft Vision and what they want yeah. is to release these day, games day one yeah. on both PC and Xbox. This is the strategy moving forward. Especially in regards to last week when they did Quantum Break, surprisingly they did not get bashed for it. They they had a, um, you know, it was a it was a, a gamers unite type thing. Uh, the press uh, was very good. Microsoft was happy with the press. Um, so this is moving yeah, forward. The, yeah, the press was actually very positive. The only kind of negative stuff was the press pointing out uh, some fans here and there who were being kind of ridiculous right. you know right which was which was basically the um the uh which basically was the distraction of the of the real issue um or the issue that that people have an issue with uh, of these exclusives going they're not true exclusives type of thing what they were sold on 2013 as opposed to what they're doing now the bottom line is is that i can tell you from from pretty good from a pretty good place that that these gears for all these games are going PC. This is not this is not going to be a, a yeah. discussion in a year. Halo Halo is going to be the big one whenever that happens. It's going to happen. I Halo think. Six, and they're gonna they're gonna have a uh, they're gonna do some of these games where it makes sense. They might do a uh, you know they might hire somebody like. Um, uh, Blue Point, or you know, like splash damage, or yeah, one splash of it. Yeah. damage, and they'll they'll. It makes sense to have Halo Master Chief Collection well, on PC. Uh, Ruffian, I wrote about this on my site like three or four months ago. Uh, I've got job listings and LinkedIn profiles talking about how they're working on the Halo franchise with 343 and Microsoft specifically on the Windows platform. Yeah, and no one who works. Unless you're internally, you don't refer to Xbox One as a Windows platform. You, yeah. They just they just don't care. I wonder if um, Halo Wars is actually going to use the cloud for um, doing CPU. Comp- Probably uh, not. Well, with Probably Total not. War stuff, it seems like Crackdown's going to be the real test for that. So no, I don't think sir. we'll see that stuff until after Crackdown comes out. And is isn't Halo more. Wars two after a crackdown? Well, I guess not. It is yeah. well, uh, well, sort of, but not. But well, what he's <laughs> referring to, I, I mean, what what Fern's referring to, he's right. You're going to see that as a project to project type thing. You know, they if if they have real big success with Cloud Gin and and they have big success with Crackdown three, maybe they'll work on two games. Uh. But you know, they're not going to be pumping out cloud compute games. Um, 
really heavily unless there's another like Cloudgen's one company that's actually investing in this and that's doing this. There might be if if you see other companies start to mimic what what they're doing and do the same thing, uh, then you really might just start r- ratcheting up these cloud compute games uh, like a la Crackdown Three. Um, where it's doing heavy, heavy computations in the cloud. So uh, I do think Halo 6 will have um, cloud compute similar to what you have in the Halo 5, but I don't think it's where, unfortunately, you know, it's not going to be on that level of Crackdown 3. I think I think it could, though, and they have an opportunity for this in the Warzone mode if they go for, you know further with that in the next game. That's where they'd have the opportunity for cloud compute is just within that particular mode, right. I would say. But in, in, they, they will have it in Halo 6, of, of course. They're going to build upon yeah. that. But the mm. high level, uh, you know, you know the, 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 the multi, you know, whatever, the, the high computational um, physics like that you see in Crackdown 3, that's just a one-game thing right now. So Crackdown mm-hmm. 3 is the test bed, and if it's a success, well, I think I'm sure that's expensive, and they, and they still haven't figured out, like, you right. know, and you how, only to, have what, how, you have... how to monetize this stuff on the PC, you know? Well, right, the thing I was have... thinking of is, um, sorry for interjecting, the thing I was thinking no. of for Halo Wars was, um, for one, it's being a total war game, which is notorious for CPU intensive. Mm-hmm. And two, um, I, didn't, I wasn't really thinking crackdown levels of, like, using 13 servers at one time for a game host. I was thinking more like maybe using one host and it would be like an experimental mode where you could have more units on the screen than usual or some crap like that. Like something more like a test rather than something completely deployed into the game like Crackdown's going to have, you know. I don't know. I th- I mean, it's a possibility, but Yeah. I, I just I, I think we're going to see Crackdown come out and then they'll right. really take a look at that and then say, okay, can we use this for other things now instead of immediately using it for everything right, right away? And you, and you have to realize that Crackdown 3 is a collaboration. They have three studios, right? They have three studios, and, and they also have CloudGen, which is involved. And the CloudGen is basically involved for the cloud compute portion of it, the, the physics uh, of, of the you know everything yeah. blowing up and stuff. So there, somebody after they do Crackdown three, they're going to have a new project, and that's yeah. going to be probably the most you know um, uh, you know uh, it's going to be the biggest cracked uh, cloud game moving forward after that. So they're going to yeah. be somebody who to watch. Well, who's working on Crackdown? It's Reagent. Um, it's Reagent, but Reagent Sumo and Crackdown Reagent and Crackdown yeah. are owned by. Dave Jones, right. who was the original game director at Real Time Worlds, and then I, I'm pretty sure that Sumo are doing the bulk of the work because they're a big studio. Right. And it's like Cloudgen are making the cloud tech, and Reagent are kind of doing the game design, the design work. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I mean, Sumo are, are massive. So, have you guys checked out the that podcast? Haven't I, I think they've been doing a podcast, or they put out a couple podcast episodes yeah, they so have. far. I haven't really paid attention to him, but I don't know if you guys had listened to him yet. I'd like to check those out. All right, next news article. Fallout 4 Season Pass content has finally been detailed, guys. Now, this one's kind of interesting. It's it's similar to what we saw with um, Dying Light 
where they decided to add content but raise and raise the price of the season pass because uh, the season pass is now going to be $50 instead of $30. Um, they did announce three expansions so far, but there are more to come. Uh, they're called... How, how do you pronounce it? Is it Automatron or, or Automatron? Or Automatron? I was going to say it looks like a, Automatron, yeah. Yeah, Automatron, yeah. Wasteland Workshop and Far Harbor. Uh, uh, Far Harbor is is actually the big expansion. That's the one that's like 25 bucks by itself, and it's going to have most of the content. That revolves around uh, the mechanist who releases evil robots into the Commonwealth. The Robobrain last seen in New Vegas Returns. You can also build and mod your own custom robot companion, and there are hundreds of mods, Bethesda said, as well as the new lightning chain gun. Uh, the Waste... The Wasteland Workshop, which is out in April, that lets you design and set cages to capture live creatures, from raiders to deathclaws. You can tame them, have them fight each other, as well as against your settlers. Uh, that sounds like something for Jason. Uh, <laughs> so basically you can have you like a dog fight? Is that what, what that is? Yeah, it's Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sounds like Pokemon, yeah. yeah. And then uh, Far Harbor, which is the really expensive one. That's the one out in May. That's the big one. Uh, let's see. Sounds like the most substantial add-on. It's a new case from Valentine's Detective Agency, and it involves searching for a young woman in a secret colony of synths. You travel to the island of Far Harbor, which suffers from higher levels of radiation, and as a result, is a more feral world. There is a conflict between the synths, the children of Adam, and the locals. But as I said, Far Harbor is the largest landmass for an add-on it's ever created. Hmm. And has new faction quests, settlements, creatures, and dungeons. There's also new higher level armor and weapons. So this one sounds like it's more like, um, what, Shivering Isles in uh, Oblivion. That kind of size expansion Mm -hmm. to me. More settlements. President Preston will be happy, right? I've got to be honest, I'm not um, overly wowed by them saying it's the biggest one we've ever made because Fallout 4 is a big game and there's not Really, I mean, not really a whole lot inside it, in my opinion. This, this overly compelling. Yeah, but this doesn't sound like what they did with like Dawn Guard or something from Skyrim. It's not like they just added a new quest within the current world and then added some dungeons and things like this. This is a whole new landmass, and if if it's bigger than any add-on they've done, that means it's bigger than Shivering Isles. And Shivering Isles, which was a pretty huge expansion that it was well reviewed and good game, so it has potential. I think, mm-hmm. especially for twenty four ninety nine, that sounds like a good price for something like that. Um, now, as far as the rest of the content, we don't know what it is, but that's why they kicked it up to fifty dollars. You have until what is it, the end of the month, I think, to get yeah, it for thirty dollars, and then it goes up to fifty, yeah, on the first of March. So, uh, if you're interested in Fallout, I'd probably say go ahead and grab that season pass now before it gets more expensive. Before you get bait um, and switched. See, oh, sorry, come. No, you go on. Oh, um, I, I don't. I don't have absolutely no problem with them um, increasing the price of the seasons pass if there's more content. But I can't help but feel like being ten dollars less than your base game and clearly providing much less content isn't particularly good value. And also, I mean, the way that Dying Light did it was that they'd already released some DLC and then they had a new DLC that was coming out in about six months that people had played, they'd seen, and it was clearly you know, ginormous, whereas Fallout, uh, Bethesda have kind of said this, but I don't know. I, I, they haven't released any content thus far, and they're mm-hmm. not going to have released any by the time it goes up. 
I mean, I'm not I'm not bothered by it in principle, but I mean, I'd they did it. Be a bit concerned. They did just come out and say it and give warning and say, "Hey, you have this time to go ahead and purchase it in advance." So it's not like isn't screwing um, anyone over. But I mean, and, and well, if you're really that either. worried about it, you just don't buy the season pass and buy the few individual expansions that you think are worth it. So, um, I don't have a serious problem with that. I, I, and as far as it being fifty dollars, which is ten dollars less than a sixty dollar game, it's not like it's unprecedented. I mean, we see we see a fifty dollar expansion with Call of Duty every year. We're seeing it with uh, Battlefield now. We're seeing it with was an uh, Arkham Knight Battlefront. Yeah. 50 bucks. Um, so, yeah, but how many of those are actually worth the content that you got? Well, I will oh, say that... They might be worth it to the right Arkham people. Arkham Knight's season pass was worth it for me just because I'm, I'm such a big Batman fan. And I'm a whore for fucking alternative costumes. So... Wasn't, and I mean, wasn't the uh, here's, here's another thing. No, it wasn't very good, but like I'm more of, like I said, the skins are the things that I enjoy in that game. Without the without because I thought I read this without the season pass if to buy the DLC they announced it's twenty five twenty five dollars for Far Harbor it's five dollars for the Wasteland Workshop and ten dollars for Automatron so that's <laughs> that's what forty dollars right there that was probably their original well, plan too for the season pass is my guess yeah. I think with big games now, now especially with huge budgets, this is the type of model you're going to see. I mean, like like Fern said, it's not unprecedented, but I know a lot of people are upset about this. You know, I, I, a lot of Xbox fans, a lot of my friends that you know, obviously yeah. from other podcasts, they're very upset about this. But to me, it's just uh, the nature of the beats beast because of what well, we're think about we're it, into Tim. Today. I mean. When I when I was a kid, I remember when Ninja Gaiden two came out. This is on the original NES. That game was sixty bucks yeah. when I was a kid. Games are yeah. still sixty bucks right now. Yeah. And that's with inflation. They have to make money. I mean it's a money making mm-hmm. business. And if they're not gonna raise the prices on these retail games, they need to find other ways to monetize. Whether and, and, and that's microtransactions and that's well, DLC. That's like, uh... And you know, uh, you know so it, I tell them that to that, that to those to those passionate gamers though they don't seem to get that they seem to act, they seem to really take it personal and 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 I would say that they, they don't act rational about it like you're right and I agree with you 100%. they should be these games should be a hundred dollars honestly right. I'm not if saying you, I would, I'm not saying I want to pay listen this isn't the Neo Geo we don't it. need hundred dollar games yeah. Well, <laughs> well, that's like no, um, I saw people. Mind that last generation games went from fifty dollars to sixty dollars. The only people 100%. that didn't, the only people that didn't take them to sixty immediately was Microsoft. And then when Gears of War came out, that was like, hey, why don't we just get ourselves an extra ten dollars? Mm-hmm. And they yeah. did it as well. Yeah. But, and you know the but, thing is, like on Reddit right now, like there is a big someone posted the Conquer thing. Someone made it Project Spark. And then people on Reddit made it a big deal that Project Spark ha- used to have microtransactions. It's like, guys, it's a free game. How, how do you think they're going to monetize it? Even though the monetization yeah. pretty much failed because no one really bought anything, still, yeah. how the hell do you think they're going to monetize on a free game? And also, with with the market not really growing, it doesn't seem mm-hmm. like the video game industry is really growing. You know, it's staying around the same size with you know the Wii being so popular last generation, just not existing pretty much this generation. Um, but you know, with it not growing, the way you make money is by monetizing 
right. your existing base, you know? So that's just, that's how they have to do it. And, 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 and in a sense with Microsoft, that is probably one of the big reasons that they, um, you know, there's other reasons too, but that is one of the big reasons why they, they made this move to the PC because... Well, that and on an international scale too, you have to think, because this this opens them up in regions where they would never sell a goddamn thing on the Xbox yes. One, you know? It's a when, smart move. Yeah. It's a smart move. It's just like I said, it, you know, I don't want to get back into that, but it, it's, it, it is financially driven and uh, there are other things. But the bottom line right now, like Steve said and like you said, the games, we're paying $60 for these games. It's That's really theft. That's <laughs> we're, we're getting a good deal. So yeah. <laughs> I don't understand the these outrageous – I mean – these people get so outrageously mad well, um, about this. Like I listened, I, I was in a chat and I was with you know a bunch of Xbox guys, and they went on for about forty minutes about the subject, about yeah. how they're scumbags, about how this and that. And I think that honestly needs to change for in the, for us as gamers because well, it we starts have to, here. So you know we're the people well, that have to do that. I won't be ashamed. I won't be ashamed to say that the last three Forza games I've paid a hundred dollars for each, I mean, right? And the last what? How however And many. you're satisfied? Oh God, with Forza, sir? Right. Because I'm yeah, getting absolutely. I'm getting like two hundred hours out of the game. I mean, that's you compare that kind of amount. How much in entertainment you get out of another game for that? That's like me playing Star Trek Online. It's free to play, sir. But the end game sips to buy in the game are like thirty, fifty dollars. But I've already put five hundred hours in the game. It's worth it, you know. And Absolutely. and you know I can see the other side of the coin too, because I think game companies are fucking themselves by competing at sixty dollars with other games. Like for instance, uh, the Crew, whatever the hell the name of that game is, it. I don't think that should be a $60 game. For the reason, I think that game would have sold much better at a lower price and actually made more money, um, like Test Drive Unlimited did. Well, what's but, interesting, though, is Ubisoft seems pretty happy with it, though. In their recent yeah. financial that came out today, um, they were talking about how they want more of their games in the future to be like The Crew, you know? As yeah. far as, like, a games-as-a-service kind of platform. So, I yeah, think they... Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh, that's it, yeah. I was just going to say that, yeah, because I think what they said was was that, okay, you know, the crew did start kind of slow, but they released DLC, then they did the expansion, and I think they mm -hmm. were quite aggressive on pricing. Exactly. That, so what Jason said worked. is pretty true. You know, with that, that price, with that pricing model, it seems to be more successful. And Absolutely. you know what? I think I'm surprised more devs and publishers haven't followed Killer Instinct's example. I think what they did was brilliant. Well, Capcom's doing it. They're just charging $60. I know. Which is insane. Dude, if Street Fighter V came out at 20 twenty bucks, $30, even with no, the content it has, shit. It's worth more than 20 bucks, but I was just making a little Well, $30, joke. maybe. Yeah, 40 Well, I'd say you at look least. at... We'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those are all good points. All right, next news. This is good, good stuff. Uh, more backwards compatibility stuff. Galaga is now backwards compatible. Woohoo! And Dark Souls is coming. Uh, adding to the four new games added la last, last week, Alan Wake's American Nightmare, Sam and Max, Lego Batman, and Trials HD. 
Galaga is the retro alien blaster released on Xbox Live Arcade in 2006 by Namco Bandai. Uh, the original Dark Souls is also going to be made backwards compatible per a listing on Xbox.com. The game is a pre-order bonus for Dark Souls 3, which is now available for pre-ordering on the Xbox Store. And the game will be backwards combati- uh, compatible before its launch on April 12th, presumably. Uh, season pass for the game was also outed in the same listing with two premium DLCs, including new maps, enemies, bosses, weapons, and armor sets. Uh, also, which it's not listed here, uh, American Nightmare, the codes are going out now for anyone who pre-ordered Quantum Break. So that's some good news there, too, on that front. You guys excited about Galago? No, not really. See, <laughs> I might get it. You know what? I might. I'm going to buy it right now. Actually, I just wish, you know, I just wish I could freaking. I actually, um, I miss those type of arcade games. You know, Galaga's fun. Centipede, yeah. I miss those type of games. Every fucking game that's made this gen is the same fucking game. It seems like. You know what I mean? Like, there's too many platformers. There's nothing like the old school. Like, there's no King of Fighters right now. I know that, Steve, what's that game that, that that's coming out? I always uh, forget the name of the studio, and I always ask you because you know everything. And uh, <laughs> it, it's the one where it's a 2D uh, fighter, kind of like Double Dr- What is it called? Rivals of Aether. Okay, that game... Um, it's a different kind of game. Like those are like the old school arcade games, and uh, you know what? I'd rather have an old school arcade game. Um, it doesn't, you know, it could be a two D type game. Like uh, what is it called? This game that I'm gonna go buy, Galaga. Oh, you never played Galaga, man? That's still no, I never played it. Oh, it's yeah, it's very. The last old time school. I remember playing Galaga it's... was uh, before Ridge Racer on the PS One. Yeah, I think I might have played it. Yeah, Galaga well, like, is just like a, it's old school, like Pac Man or. I like Donkey the music. Kong. I, mean, yeah. I way, like those old here. school games, like 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 even I'd rather take a freaking, you know, uh, Bad yep. Boys. Remember that game, remember arcade that. game, the Bad Boys. Ba- oh, bad, bad, bad dudes, bad dudes. Bad dudes. Yeah, yeah, that's where. Like you, those, yeah, that was the like Cold War game where you games. fight all the Russians. Remember, right? uh... <laughs> every fucking game is a platformer. Every game is just like every game is just like telling a story on a platformer. Be you know try different shit. Well, it's Tim, just like, well, you got you also got to look yeah. back in the arcade. It, it was at in the least... arcade nineties. It was all fighting games and then racers, and then on the consoles right. it was just all platformers, fighting games, and racers. You know, the first person shooters really didn't start until mm-hmm. now. RPGs. Oh, yeah, RPGs too. I don't know. I'm just indied out. I just that's uh, my rant is about just being. I, I you know hey, I played we, we got I Cuphead played Yarny to look and, forward I, to. Yes, Cuphead. I am looking for. That's just going to make. Well, it you know Actually, what? Actually, isn't well, the Silas project coming? At least, uh, yeah, the, that's uh, next week. At least the gaming industry isn't as bad as the movie industry just yet. As far no, as the gaming the, industry is actually good in in some aspects. Like I, I'm, like Quantum Break. I'm really like I love but, games like that, like big games. But we're going to get few and far between those those AAA titles. But I'm just, I just want, I just feel like everything is just finding, like, these, these games are just, like, the same type shit. I can't explain it. Well, I, Tim, I'm that's, I'm being, that's the issue with, I was just going to okay. say, that's the Go issue ahead, with, I apologize. Oh. <laughs> I would like a game like Bad Dudes, where it's, you know. So you want another Final Fight, Streets of Rage type of thing, side-scrolling, beat them yeah, up. Yeah, like three yeah. of them. Why not? It is 25 of the same different games. Just have, like, why not just have a couple of them? I mean, Tim, I don't know. Tim, you know why well, you're not I mean, getting that? Because for the same reason, 
they won't make a Mega Man Legends 3 because the people in charge are dumbasses and they believe yeah. no one has any interest in it. I like games like even Rocket League, and I don't want to go too much into it, but I like games like Rocket League, NBA Jam, where you can just pick the controller up and it's just you're in it. And like Bad Dudes is that type of game. Double Dragons that type of game. Even even uh, Centipede was like, oh. even though that's like kind of different, better. but like, right? Uh, my, you know, like since we're talking about indie games, though, my and I've I've said this recently that my main issue with them is often they have one mechanic that's interesting. And then they mm. just go crazy with that one mechanic, mechanic through the entire game to the point where you get bored with it after you know twenty thirty minutes. Um, right. But that's I mean that's my only real issue. But you you do find indie games that are great and you can pick them and play like Tim, Rocket League. Did you, know? did you try uh, Shovel Knight? Yeah, I like that. it was all right. It was pretty good. I, I mean, I played uh, Castle Crashers. I, if you I think is, if you want to feel nostalgic, is, is, I, like I've good. been playing uh Mega Man Legacy Collection. If you like that's like Mega Man one through six from the NES. And if you want to play like and feel right. like you know, when I play those games it makes me feel like a little kid again. I don't know. I just look like a bad dudes with like good gra- yeah. like decent graphics to you know what I, even a battle toads too. Tim, what I uh, think what I think is happening here though, it's not necessarily that there are all these engine? games are the same. No, no. Um with self publishing, these games can just come out whenever. And tons of them come out. So it ends up looking like shovelware is just all over the store, you know? And it's hard to wade through all this content and find the, the really sucks, good games. Right? And it, well, it's hard, the store it's, suck? Yeah, the store sucks. But even, like, like Still, besides that point, though, it, it, the store... Not, just, even with the store, you know, being great, you would still get tons and tons of to content fair. to the point where you got to wade through a lot of crap. I mean, I, I, I don't want to call, you know, all these developers and what they do crap, but some of it is, you know? Um, and it, with with Xbox Live Arcade, it was on a set schedule. You know, you had two games this week, two games the next week, and because of that, everything rolled out in a, in a pretty nice way to where you were never you never felt like that it, like things were cluttered and that all these bad games were coming it out almost, at once. It almost know? seems like right. the Xbox Store in general is starting to become like the app market and the Android market, where there's just so much shit and you they fucking scroll through like, oh, here's the top Dude. three games. You like scroll, 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 scroll. Dude. Yeah, and there's so That's much. everywhere though. Wii U and PS4 have the same issue yeah. right now. It's because of self-publishing. Hey, go to Steam. I mean, go to Steam right now and go to the green light market. Mm-hmm. And look how much that that is the biggest piece of shit. And, and mostly it's because it's a democracy and it's because only the stuff people vote for got approved. So that means if people thought something looked cool, then it got voted for rather than something that deserved it. Um, but it, it just even Steam's full of shit. As popular as Steam is. Their store Steam sucks. has the best way, though. They, no, they, their store they still the sucks, store, though. Hands down, it's it's not. It's better than it, it's a Shouldn't, good store. No, I Shouldn't, can say, dude. I own what? I own five hundred games on Steam. Their store sucks. It really Shouldn't does. Never. Like trying it's to find a game as, on Steam. Not, sucks. I think they they are actually pretty good at putting higher quality content on the front page. I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah, but time, what we're talking about is wading through the games, though. Job. What we're talking about is wading through the thousands of games to find some, though. We're not just talking about looking at the ones like, of course, you're going to find Corbel Space Program on the front of Steam, but there's thousands of other games that get released at the same time, and the same problem on Xbox and stuff. But it's ten times worse on Steam because there's ten times the amount of games being released. 
there's a lot of games on Steam that are really good, but no one knows about them because it doesn't get the publicity it deserves. But that's just the way it shouldn't is. Shouldn't they, as far I as mean, like these indie games, shouldn't they make a separate indie page? I mean, I know they want. I know they no, want to keep don't. games under games, they, but I mean, shouldn't it be like games yeah. and then indie games? Because I think that would make it a lot easier, so you could actually. Dude, that's well, that's, that's what Greg Cantaza, that guy, was on, and he's he's fucking throwing a shit fit about this. What's his name? Greg Cantanza? Canessa. Canessa. I'm sorry for butchering his name. I'm bad at that part. Um, he's actually complained about the same thing. It's like the games. I don't know. The, I see the games. You know, I just feel like they're just not. I don't know. I just I feel like the store needs to be better. It's just, I think oh, they yeah. need to they, somehow I, categorize I, certain games because and and give these indie games their due because there's just so much shit in the store. Well, maybe they should like in the store. I don't know. Uh, it's just how it? do you how do you categorize it? And okay, make it, like, you do it so if. if, if Indie games are no, no. But when you put something as just indie games, it says, "Well, these what are the about indie the self-published games. They're not games. as good well, how about, as the AAA." How about we were talking about bad dudes, and we we're talking about these games have an arcade folder I think, or whatever. Or... I think they need to do. I think they need to keep them mixed, but at the same time, have an indie category. Right. Like you or, can or go like, like a let's say the store category. comes up, like the store comes up, and you have the main games. But the main games could include indie titles, and then you have a you know a little thing that says indie ID games going there, yeah. and then you have all the indie games with the big ones and all that. But if you back out, you still get indie games mixed in. I think I'm actually going to it right now, and I'm going to take a look at this thing because before, <laughs> well, before with the 360 store, you didn't have indie games like in the main thing. You had to go specifically into the indie store, you know, the arcade store. Yeah. Well, they can make a special the arcade tab for the ID at Xbox. I want to. Yeah, that's what we're talking let's let about. Let Steve talk. Steve was trying to get in, and we interrupted. The first thing I would say to Tim is, is this kind of the same with everything is that, you know, you always have to, you know, I mean, you look back in the early 360 days and there was a lot of crappy AAA games. There weren't, they didn't have such a ridiculous amount of releases, but all the people that are now making indie games were making crap like Legendary and and, and stuff like that. So, you know, you're always have, going to have to be a bit careful and you're always going to get very similar things. I mean, you look at the AAA market now and a lot of the stuff is open world games and they just throw content at you and throw content mm. at you but with the you know with the indie problem i don't think they should have ever got rid of xbox live arcade because for a start it was a brand but the thing is is that there were but the, the problem microsoft had was that people did not like it because they curated content they were you know you took about two releases a week or two releases on a Wednesday, and then they did two releases on a Friday and stuff. But people hated them for it, because Microsoft would turn around to say, we don't like your game, we're not going to release it. Right. And they hated that curation, and they talked about hate the, the parity clause and stuff. But that's exactly what Microsoft did. They rejected plenty of, of good quality games that went to PlayStation 3 or Steam and, and sold massively. They hated them for it. So how do they stop releasing these absolute glut of content every week? Without being made to seem like right. the, the big bad wolf, because mm -hmm. they're the ones that are turning around to people and saying, "Well, actually, we don't think your game's good enough." How? how they they how can't, they and, and no one's doing it either. Well, like, how, how you can't say you can't. 
Well, but you, you can't, can't say that. You can't you know, have there is to. A way, there is a way. There is a way if they really put their mind to it. Because you know what? The thing is, is that I remember listening, reading in 2013 about how the fucking store sucked. And I said, you know what? It'll probably get itself fixed out. Now it's 2016 and... It well, that's a different like... that's a different issue, though. The store we're talk- can be separate from what's going on with you know crowding yeah, the market with indie titles. Yeah, you're talking about and and discoverability, but it just doesn't seem like like right now they have new releases and it's a total of five games with different you know, versions you know, of the same games too. Yeah, they because, need to take well, out. Well, it's like Pixel Piracy, Lords of the Fallen. Then they have Coming Soon, so they're selling Coming Soon, which doesn't need to be there. This, you know, I mean, or it's just like has Far Cry Primal, a bunch of uh, Plants vs Zombies. See, they That's need to just, just have horrible. one. If and then there's they have multiple versions rate. of the games, like sometimes there's the deluxe digital and then the regular digital and the gold digital. They just need to have one, like four to six. How many different fucking versions is that? Is in is in the store. You know what I mean? So if they just had one fours or six, so it's not cluttering. But it's, and then you could go into that. But it's done that way deliberately. That's it's the a, problem it's a, with... It's a very deliberate thing where... Was it the, the thing in the, the retail shop where you put the same product at the start of the shelf and at the end of the shelf so that you see it and then you think about it as you go through and then you get to the end and it makes you more tempted to buy it? Well, then they need like, to they make could... more spaces for games then if they're going to do that. Well... Exactly. Right. They have to make it smaller. Plan. They could make it smaller. These 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 fonts or whatever the the pictures um, uh, of the game are are way too big. You can make them smaller. They have to have more games showing on the on the first storefront when I when I go and I do three right clicks to the right with the RB and mm-hmm. you get game section. Um, I gotta say right now, looking at this, this is pretty um it's too big they need there's they're not showing enough games um they could do a better job here yeah absolutely. and also not very funny but when you compare the, the this store to what the store was like at launch this is actually significantly improved <laughs> yes it is because right. because i remember there was a game came out and all four slots were just occupied by the same game you know yeah there's there is a problem here but you look you know I don't think they'll ever fix it. I don't, I don't well, want to get the guy. Uh, out. I, I think they will. They will. The main problem. I'm not sure they will. The main because problem it, because it's deliberate. No, you know, you well, it's deliberate. You know, You're right. No, I don't. I don't. Hold on, I, hold on. Why have Microsoft released a Zoo Tycoon and Screenwriter fun pack on the uh, 19th of February 2016? Zoo Tycoon came out over two years ago. Screenwriter came out almost a year ago. They just put it there, and it's exactly the same with all the other stuff in there. Is to just shove everything back to the top to make people look at it, think it's new, and go and buy it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's. I mean, I, you could say it's deliberate, but to me, it's it seems more like a limitation in the system they created. In that they, it, the limitation is that they can't just make a store page that opens up to have multiple connections to store pages. Instead, they need to make a single fucking thing for every single store page, for every single version of the damn game. Because every single well, game does it. Like, all of them does it. Like, there's not a single game that doesn't. Okay, you have Steam, and now you have Sony. What about Sony's? Uh, when Sony's you is first bad. Sony's is bad. 
the Sony's is bad yeah, as well. It's, it's a mess. Yeah, the Sony stores. It, you see more games on Sony on Sony's. For Sony's sure. is yeah bad in its own way, though. It's kind of a mess itself. It, it, like when you go to the new games, it doesn't bring you to like a library with the new games. It brings you to a separate splash page with big giant new games that you have to scroll from left to right. It's 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 pretty confusing too. Um, Eventually, you can find like a massive grid. Right. It's it's a bit. Right. I'm gonna load up Steam right yeah. now, and I'm gonna see what yeah. Stormfront looks like. Well, St- Steam's gotten to be a bit of a mess too, but I think Steam does it the best still. Um, I'm hoping that with the Windows 10 store and with the Xbox One store, you know, as they learn from both of them, maybe they'll figure something out that works since they want to try to unite them. So hopefully we'll see that. But we got to move on to the next news, and since we were talking about indie games, uh, Roll 7's latest game is hitting Xbox One this year in partnership with Team 17, Ali Ali 2 XL Edition, and Not a Hero Super Snazzy Edition will be launching on Xbox One. Ali Ali 2 is a pixel art skating game, and the original launched on Xbox One via Curve Digital in March 2015. The sequel's release will include a free skate mode with five new levels to practice on as well as five new worlds 50 more levels and 250 challenges not a hero is a surreal rapid shooter which will include the new me myself and bunny lord expansion with three new levels and a new playable character so here's some more so-called playstation 4 exclusives that are going to be on xbox one so they're all coming or it feels that I'm, way i'm actually i'm actually excited about these three games uh two games mm-hmm. um because they're actually supposed to be very good. I mean, I'm not too bothered about Oli Oli. I think I had it on PS Plus, but Not Heroes supposed to be really good. Like nice, funny pixel art cover shooter. Mm-hmm. Quite nice mechanics to it. So I'm actually very excited about these. I'm just glad all these games are coming over now. You know, they, it, it seemed like yeah. they might not for a little while, about like a year and a half, two years ago. Um, mm. And now they're all kind of trickling in, and for the most part, the they're all coming out. And the games that are first on xbox one are also coming to ps4 it's, so they're all getting to, the same libraries it's hard to ignore a third of the entire market you know yeah it, well, i know yeah, people look are at like Rocket league i mean it's got yeah. a ton of people playing it right now i know a lot of people are like well sony you know they have double the market share yeah but there's still 20 million people to sell to on xbox one that's a lot of fucking money still <laughs> even if it's not close to uh what sony offers right now well, I imagine these time contracts are going away too. You know, they're running, they're yeah. expiring. That's what's happening essentially. That's why there's so many rumors of PlayStation 4 exclusives that are not really exclusives. They're timed, I, yeah. Uh, yeah. But they're not allowed to talk about it. Right. <laughs> Perfect example, Hellblade. That game's coming to Xbox. Well, what about The Witness? I mean, was the witness he wants wasn't the witness wasn't the witness where it was like oh I can't say anything I can't say anything that it released on PS4 and it was like yeah we're thinking about it now yeah <laughs> I, got, I got I got news for you the type of shit that he did might actually it might you know they might not be in a rush Microsoft to get his his game on Xbox <laughs> yeah they yeah they, they don't have a good relationship with trust Jonathan me Blow. on that I know they, trust me on that yeah Microsoft and Jonathan Blow are not on he, the best he really kind of went, what over, happened he again? went over the board I can't remember um uh, well they made just, the development of Braid hell very awkward yeah yeah. He also said that he that he claimed that Microsoft did something and it wasn't true. It was something like they sold his game without his permission, or something like that. And and he and he it turned out he was wrong. He he said that they'd put it on sale without his permission or something. And then when right. he went and checked his contract, 
it said well, we're the publisher so actually we can put it on sale whenever we want yeah no shit <laughs> you know so he just but, didn't know uh, if you're gonna argue yeah. well, the, if you're gonna argue with any shit. company when it comes to contracts microsoft's probably the wrong one i think last i heard they have two thousand lawyers on payroll like yeah. they know their fucking contracts it's fucking retarded <laughs> yeah. and then he, he didn't go there then he was out he he, he said that the uh, microsoft was lying about the cloud and um, he also, uh, I actually got into a fight with <laughs> there him. Were, there were a few um, developers that had me. beefs with the whole Xbox Live Arcade <clears throat> system, though, because you also got to remember uh, Phil Fish had the Phil issues, Fish. and then also, who was the de- the developer that worked on uh, Super Meat Boy and uh, Binding oh, of Isaac? Uh, Millard? Teammate. Yeah, wow. that was another group that had, had Phil their Fish took his too. ball and went home. He put Binding of Isaac. Fucking oh, baby. He did. Sorry. Well, I will say that all of these people, as much as I appreciate that it may not have been the greatest experience, and I do think that, you know, with the amount of complaints that there was at the time, Microsoft were clearly being far too rigid about some things. The three people that we just listed, I'm pretty sure, did get absolutely minted from Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah. As well. So. Yeah, absolutely. But I, if, if I were Microsoft, I wouldn't want to cause some... Incident about getting the witness on Xbox One. If he wants to do it, do exactly just what let he needs him. to do. Just, just let him put it on there. Don't no. cause a problem because it'll just cause some hassle. Because he'll turn around and say, "Oh, well, actually, um, and that's bad he PR." To put it on Xbox One, but Microsoft said no because he will go and say it. He and will. To be honest, if I was him, I probably would as well. If if I was blocked, you know. Well, this that's, is... I hate to say it. If he does that. There's, you know, there's a lot of ammo against him with the stuff that he said. He was, he was very not cool to Microsoft. Yeah, but like he people was really are, oh, people don't side with Microsoft over these things. They're gonna side, with, they're gonna side with the little guy. What Neo NeoGIF is gonna? Oh, let's do no, a fucking, it's not uh, even just NeoGIF. It's just yeah, people tend to no people tend to side no people tend to side with the little guy. Bottom line, they do. Bottom the line underdog. Microsoft, the underdog. If, if he talked, if he talked, trust me. It's it wouldn't go over well for him. I, I would if he if he start, he has no right to talk. But I'll just say this, you know, Tim. At the, at, the, just... at the end of the day, Microsoft will probably but, Tim. He'll come back a little groveling, and Microsoft will probably say and and hopefully nothing game. comes out about it because the witness is a good game and we want this on Xbox One. I'll just tell you that it's a good game. At the end of the yeah. game, it's games, yeah. games, yeah. games. Yeah. And my opinion is is even though he's a, he's a raging douchebag dick i don't care i'll take his game whatever i'll play his game hey plenty you know look I mean? all you got to say about that is there's plenty of entertainers out there that are raging douchebag dicks but that doesn't mean we can't yeah yeah we gotta move on tim we but can't, we can't talk day, about i will say yeah. I will say no, one I, thing I, though. I, I, I don't, Jonathan Blow is. I will on. look. I we're look. I will. It's interesting. We're moving on. Hold on. Right, next I will, news article. I will say. February Xbox One update launches tomorrow. Yeah, it adds the ability to see who is in a party before joining. You can rearrange pins more easily, as well as viewing them offline. Uh, the avatar store is on there now, and they're adding the gamer score leaderboard. You can also customize the X1 and X2 buttons in your chat pad. Uh, now plus view and an updated activity feed. So, uh, some good stuff. Uh, one cool, one thing that's cool about the chat pad X1 and X2 buttons. I heard you could actually set it to be the guide. So instead of double tapping the Xbox like you know center button, you don't. You could just click one button, which is kind of nice. 
I think that's pretty cool. See, I would get the chat pad, but I, I, I like I using see. the uh, chat adapter, and I like having my volume and mute controls on that. Is that on the... Uh, does it? It is. It well, then. Uh, don't. Yeah, they're on the side. You can mute. You can put the volume up and down. Well, you got all your have to keys right there. Then. Screenshots, videos. You're a good salesperson, yeah. Vern. It's, it's nice. <laughs> it's nice. I like it. Plus, it fits really nicely with the, the Elite controller. Works fine with the flippers. Yeah. And, and you get a screenshot That's and awesome. a record button. Well, those are the X1 and X2 buttons, which right. you can customize. Yeah. Um, I, because I I can take screenshots of my capture card. I changed X1 to the to snap the achievements app, which is really nice. Just mm. pressing the button and and it's and it's like instant. It, I love it. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Works really well. I didn't even know you could do it until yesterday, and then someone was like, someone on I think some guys on Gaff were talking about it, and I was like. What the hell? And they're like, go and try it. And it's it's not in the uh, controller, controller app. It's not. It's it's under the devices settings in in the the big settings. Right, so that makes sense. Chat pad in there, and then you can choose them in there. But it's it's really coolly done because you can, you know, you can choose to launch an app, and then you can choose which app to launch. So it's all been. So there's clearly been some common sense thought about this and it's done really well mm-hmm. I still think they need to get this uh, UI working a little better um, I mean it's nice to get these updates like this but I don't know if you guys feel this way but it still feels a little laggy yeah, I agree. overall there's a little bit of lag sometimes Yeah. Uh, I've, I've noticed that if I uh, hard reset um, it it seems to speed it up it, yes. It's it's better, but it's the overlay. You know, when you double click the mm-hmm. the button and you can do your friends and all that. I mean, it, it's nice and fast as far as being able to start parties and all that. But it's just laggy. You know, it, you'll press down a few times and it won't move, and suddenly it'll just move three times real fast. You know, stuff like that. I'd like to well, see that get a little to, better. When you get that, when you get that, you have to hard reset. If you see that or it's not responsive, responsive, there's something running in the background that's that's loading up the system. When you see that happen, and especially comes out after it's been in hibernation, like for some reason, any even with Windows, anytime it comes out of hibernation, same thing with Xbox. Well, yeah, there's always something that's that's a problem. But so it also that, happens I, when you're playing too games much. too, and when you're playing the game is when you're going to invite a friend to your game. So I'd like to see them be able to optimize you, that a bit more. Um, that was my only. Do you guys think that it, um, at the event I, this next week they'll? Talk about Cortana on Xbox One. Probably. Probably. Uh, you think they'd say I... something? I mean, I, 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 I doubt they're... it'll be a real push. I think they're taking a. Uh, they they want to make Cortana. I think she's going to be. I'm, it's gonna I'm be, getting the, at the end of the day. It'll be a. Uh, it might take a little longer to get her because they're working on it. And well, I think they, they said make it that good, preview so members would be testing it early on in the year, so. And now you know we're right. almost done with February. I get the I get the feeling that sure. this uh, event is going to be less about Xbox and more about Xbox on Probably. Windows 10. As yeah. it's, as it's so. going. Well, if really there's on Gaff, there's a guy who apparently had the itinerary on there. It just seems like it's a preview event. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be much. I mean, I'm not being funny because they may well be like, "Here's the games with gold for." Which we March which we got a rumor for that yeah. might be worth talking oh, about. We, we did. I forgot to put that on there. Yeah. There's, there's rumors. For well, there's always now. rumors, and um, I mean, hand of fate. No, but hand these of fate are was good rumors. last month, but I mean, 
Yeah. I just don't like Sherlock Holmes. No, the, the, it, it's the, it's the same guy who leaked that, right? The, no, it's the same guy who leaked. He's leaked two previous ones, right. and both of them were spot on. Um, I think he said the Xbox One games were Sherlock Holmes, and Lords Rise of the Fallen, which is really good. Yeah, and Lords of the Fallen, and the 360 games were Borderlands and Supreme Commander 2. Yeah, which is an RTS. So Dude, that, Supreme... that is already backwards compatible. Supreme Commander is fucking awesome. <laughs> Just gonna say that. It's a great yeah. game. If all of you, all of you need to play Sherlock Holmes because that game is really good. Hey, is that the is that the Sherlock Holmes game where they forgot to write the script for um, what's his Watson? name? What's his sidekick? Um, Watson. Watson. They forgot to script him to actually walk and follow him. So he actually just teleports behind you and <laughs> freaks you out on purpose. He's like, it's like that murdered soul <laughs> suspect game. Know. He's like a ghost. I, I guess we'll find out. You. Yeah, I like think so. I it was funny because they knew it. they knew it happened, so they said, "Fuck it, we're just gonna keep." That's it. good that they own it and just <laughs> left it in there. And be like, eh, you know what? It's a fun little feature you guys could have. Why fix it? Yeah. Um, uh, Steve, you might like this a rumor: Sherlock Holmes <laughs> game coming to free uh, Xbox games with gold. Tim. Tim, Tim, we just—that's yes. exactly what we've been talking about for the last couple I'm of minutes. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> I did the same thing a couple of weeks ago. Don't worry, Matt. Don't worry. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> all right, but yeah, that would be a, that would be a great thing if true. Like, all that—that'd be a good set of four games. So hopefully that's the case. All right, uh, Minecraft loot chest is launching. I don't really think any of us here care all that much about this but a monthly shipment service of exclusive t-shirts collectibles and do-it-yourself crafting recipes sent to your doorstep the loot crate-esque service costs thirty dollars a month plus tax and seven dollars shipping it releases in may sign up for the beta to get an extremely limited mine chest beta version it's only available in the u.s for now uh this is this is awesome for Dustin, but and maybe Maria. You know, I love Minecraft, but I mean, but... aren't most of the loot yeah. crate services like twenty bucks a month? It's thirty-seven, thirty dollars plus tax plus shipping. You're so you're looking around probably forty bucks. Uh, it seems expensive. No, no, they're I think they're around thirty, and then for like special editions, they're like fifty to a hundred. So um, it's actually a pretty normal mm-hmm. price, I think. But the seven dollars yeah. shipping plus. That's yeah. That's when it gets I a little. Eh. It's gonna sell. But because, I mean, yeah. if you're really into Minecraft, kids love Minecraft. That, they're oh, gonna yeah. make so much fucking money from this. And that costs more than Steve's the gonna. game does. You <laughs> know what's funny is the amount of people that like gave Microsoft shit for paying two billion for Minecraft. I know. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Wow. They bought them at the right time. Oh my God! <laughs> How much would they sell for? Today, if they were, they would definitely want probably two point five. Yeah, well, they Dude. haven't really done a whole lot. Well, it's it. not, it's not the game; it. it's the toys that they're selling, like the toys and all the merchandise. Do they have a deal with Lego or Mega Block? How much do you guys think it would be worth know. right now? Uh, Just three million. more, more, at least a hundred, a lot more, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> What I would say, I, I would say, I would say three point five to four four billion. So they're already almost doubling. It, it, it's it's a yeah, it's, sure. it was a smart deal. Yeah, it really was, it was slam slam dunk. It, I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I don't know why. I think I was seeing how all the Minecraft story mode discs are 
you know, they're starting to come down in price over here. And I was thinking that they really should, because I think they've got a real, um, what's the word? Like the possibility to kind of shape how these people or these, these kids, you know, what sort of gaming experiences that they like. You know, they've done the, obviously they've got the main Minecraft game, they've got the Minecraft Telltale game. Like, I'm surprised they haven't done things like like some sort of platformer or... It'll happen eventually. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a movie eventually, too. Um, and, yeah. But what I think is interesting about like kids who play Minecraft, that it's not even that they're interested in video games. They're just interested in Minecraft. It's like video games oh, is a completely yeah. separate thing from Minecraft. Minecraft yeah. is just Minecraft, you know? Just like football is football. You know, it's that... It's its own thing. You're right. You're, you're, this is a, way, a very good way of describing it. And that's why it sells, sells, sells. That's why it just doesn't stop selling. And yeah. I'm like, because each kid gets into it and then they just become it. You know? Yeah, it's and more than the just fad, a brand, though. You know? And unlike the fad, it's I like, like the weed. It's like you said, it's like the NFL. Like, it, it, in a way, it's just like their thing. Like, it's, it's not really. They love the video game, but it's just. It's deeper than that, uh, in a way. It's kind of how I Call agree. of Duty is in its own way, too. Every year, yeah. you know. What were you saying, Jason? I think I'm sorry. I was saying uh, it's like unlike something like the Wii, which was a giant fad, but it relied on that generation. As soon as that generation was over, the fad was over. Like the sales stopped. But like Minecraft, it's on everything, so it's just going to keep fucking going until people get sick of it. And it seems to even be going farther <laughs> because I think a lot of people are sick of it by now. I don't know. I guess we'll see. What were you saying, Steve? It's just sort of what I was saying there. I think it it would be interesting how these kids grow up with games, you know, particularly as they're clearly getting into them so early. So, and how, whether in 10 years or so, how gaming may well have moved away a bit from these military shooters and all this open world mm. crap because this this new sort of group that's that's moving up is interested in perhaps different kinds of games well microsoft has an opportunity kind of like nintendo had with mario i feel um and now how mario is over all these different types of games and you know in media and you know tv and they whatever could definitely... you know? that's what they could do with minecraft it could be kind of microsoft's mario you know stretch it mm. out over what everything. about minecraft 2 what about Minecraft no, too? It's a set, it's a service. Okay, but what if they, they do they they do it in a way where they update the whole engine graphics? Could they, could that I, be the next step? They could do that. Wouldn't they just probably call it two point oh? Yeah, no, they just, but they wouldn't sell it as two point oh. They yeah. just call it two point oh when you start it up or something. Is yeah. that is that a realistic thing? Could do you I think they'll do that? I don't think they will do anything to mess with the base version on PC. Right. And plus, realistically, what would a Minecraft Part 2 be? I mean, yeah, you could expand more on the... Well, then you just do that as an update. Yeah, look less less ugly. So for people on PC, that doesn't even really matter because of texture packs. Well, I'm talking about you could do a different engine. What engine does that run on? It's Java, right? Or it was. Java. It was Java. And it runs like shit. (laughs) Couldn't you do that with with higher fidelity graphics? Ma- imagine, like uh, oh, building, if you will, Minecraft Unreal Four. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, like that's what I mean. I don't, I'm not a developer. I don't know how they build those things, but why? What would be the risk of, of alienating of the doing... entire PC base? 
Yeah, and you'd break all oh, the Oh, because well, cause you could play all the mods and everything that have been made, yeah. the texture I wish packs, the mods would come you know. to console. If, if, if they At were, least Xbox. If they were to ever do anything like that, they'll make it in Unity and not Unreal because Unity okay. will be much quicker for them to get the content going, I think. Well, I agree. Well, to, to produce technically, it would be a lot more of a bigger undertaking if you do the Unreal Engine four. Technically, they already did it with x86 with the Windows 10 edition. And by the way, you know how bad the Java version runs when you load the Java version and it takes five minutes for all the little uh, areas to load, but then you load the x86 version and like a split second, everything fucking loads. <laughs> like Java is just awful for that game, but. All right, let's move on. Uh, last bit of news, which most of us probably don't care for either. Uh, Just Cause 3 I, I DLC. Asked... <laughs> what did you ask, Steve? <laughs> I asked if anybody cared about this, and Tim said that he did. So oh, because Tim cares about this. Just Cause 3 is getting DLC. Uh, Sky Fortress DLC launching in March. It adds the Bavarium... Bavarium wingsuit, which adds a Bavarium yeah. machine gun and rockets. It includes three to four hours of new gameplay with new missions and challenges as well as more weapons and a new drone. The Mechlan assault pack and uh, Bavarium sea heist pack are also due by the end of 2016. Uh, summer 2016. The season pass also gives one week early access to the DLC. So you're excited about this, Tim? You're a big Just yeah, Cause fan? I, 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 well, I like Just Cause, but I mean, I just I saw I saw something that was I think it was the suit that they're talking about where he's like I saw a screenshot and I was like hey, I just got pumped for it. So how is I think Just I'm Cause three run right the now? Did they fix any of the, the the framed issues and shit like that at launch? I haven't played it that much to really to to to, to think. I I like the game, but for, like I was saying. I just I'm kind of like indied out, so I think I'm gonna give it a, a chance. But I heard it was uh, yeah, it was that's still disappointing because like I can't stand for, games around like shit. I mean, I know a lot of people can look past it, but I mean, Beer didn't like it. Beer just said there's no. It, it's to the it's game. another one of those like we for were talking reason, earlier. Yeah, it's a playground. Just, it's a sandbox. Yeah, which is what I, I like. Which I is, yeah, is, I like is what I get. I like going around just doing stupid I shit. I, I mean, that's the type of game to do stupid shit in. So I mean, yeah. I just I don't want right. to buy it if there's still frame issues and maybe when it goes on sale. I'm actually buying it right now. <laughs> it's the second game I'm buying. I'm, not, I'm buying it right now. I want to play it. Oh, Tim. MPD Warrior. Speaking of uh, buying games, new games. Uh, what are our releases? Steve. Oh, I do have the list. Okay. The first release is a game I'm looking forward to quite a lot and probably needs not much of an introduction. Uh, on the 23rd of February is that, Far Cry Primal. These, uh, I am, but I'll probably have to wait a couple of days. Um, is it? It's getting good press. But I'm very yes. People who have played it and technically aren't under NDA or anything That's you're saying it's really great so I, I, I was uh, skeptical to be honest with you and uh, I'm glad that it's mm -hmm. uh, getting good good press nah, always nah, if, if there's if there's one thing that Ubisoft have been doing right ever since the abomination that was Far Cry 2 is Far Cry they've got the formula down it works yeah, don't ever don't ever question Far Cry I, I can't I can't be having that <laughs> um 
So yes, that's out next Tuesday, and also out next Tuesday is Plants vs Zombies: Garden Warfare Two. Mm-hmm. It's a big week. Wait, it is yeah. a big week. Um, after that, I assume that's really much explanation. Uh, on the twenty fourth is the Flame and the Flood, which is an indie game. Um, it's a roguelike journey through the backwaters of a forgotten post-societal America. Forage, craft, and evade predators. Actually, it looks quite nice, actually. It's kind of isometric key. The art style's you know, really nice, though. Yeah, it, look, it, look, it looks really nice and sharp. It's been in early access on PC. For some reason, they didn't bring it to game preview on Xbox, but it's... Yeah, it, it's out next week and look, looks really good. Uh... There's, next is an interesting game. Um, here we go. Interesting is not necessarily a good thing, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's called Replay. V- VHS is not dead. Okay. And this is a pixel art puzzle platform game set in a movie-based universe. So you can record the player's movements, use the remote control powers to bend time, change the character and play again to combine actions... Uh, there's about 70 levels in four different movie-based universes. If anybody wants to buy that and let me know how it works out, that'd be really interesting. Um, it's very yeah, it looks alright. Quite interesting. I don't know if I'd buy it myself. Um, then there's an, another game coming out called Reagan Gorbachev. <laughs> Gorbachev, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm actually Good. interested. Gorbachev. Yeah, it's a Minecraft. Yeah. It's a Minecraft Gorbachev. This is the year is 1986. Cold War leaders Ronald Reagan and Mikhail Gorbachev have been kidnapped by militant extremists. Once wow. rivals, now they must cooperate or die. It's <laughs> amazing. Sneak, slash, or shoot your way through an army of mercenaries. <laughs> save the world from nuclear Armageddon. Now that all sounds quite interesting. And then you look at the screenshots, and it is a very basic-looking top-down. Game it's kind of Hotline Miami-esque the way the gameplay looks. Ah, that game yeah. freaking interests yeah. me uh, right uh, now. Uh, you that, you uh, sold me there. Uh, yeah. What is it called? Tim's uh, gonna buy Gorba- Gorbachev. Gorba- Gorbachev. Chev. What? <laughs> it, it, it looks fine. It's it right really now. goofy. <laughs> yeah. Let me take a look at this. Uh, so basically, it's up. Army of Two, yeah. Cold War edition. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like top down with. A fairly uh, ugly. Is it anything like honest. Akari Warriors from NES? Um, uh, Akari Warriors. Mm, no, no, but it's not like the, it's that. not like the, it constantly scrolls uh, okay. up or anything like that. Did, that game was a good game. Know? Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, uh, next up, oh, sorry. What I was just gonna that? say if they do a sequel, it should be Trump and Putin. <laughs> <laughs> they're well, like best, apparently best buddies the now, people of Russia love Putin so, so. Yeah. <laughs> guy's a billionaire and Russia's poor but they still love him <laughs> but anyway continue uh, next up is uh, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops which finally hits Xbox One it's uh, like a twin stick shooter um, you know you just going through maps and shooting stuff and it's got some Xbox exclusive content with um, like zombie maps and that sort of thing it's isometric, it looks quite interesting like Twisted Shooter I think it's about $10 um, 
Then we get a new Xbox game preview title called The Solus Project, which is the survival game set on a foreign planet and there's aliens trying to attack you and you need to survive. Um, the content rollout, I think as I might have said last week or a couple of few weeks ago, um, is that they're going to release sort of new sort of levels every few weeks. It's only going to be in early uh, game preview for about three months. They just want help with some bugs and balancing and that sort of thing. Um, so Tim might be interested in that. And that is it for releases. All right. If there's any DLC I missed, but I don't think so. Sounds good. I don't know. I don't know what to think of that Reagan Gorbachev game. I'm, I'm, I, I might I just would wait for reviews, Tim. <laughs> wait for reviews. Yeah. <laughs> what a I'm concept, be, though. I'm like what a story. Nice. <laughs> I don't think they're going to be very favorable. <laughs> I'm just... Uh, I'm, I'm waiting for the Pixar movie. Yeah, that would be a good buddy movie. Yeah, you're right. That sounds good. All right, let's move on to letters. We have four letters, so we got we got some stuff here. Uh, the first one is from The Wicked Soul. Uh, it is titled, The Worst Letter in Existence. So I'm excited about this one. So, what are the lyrics to Xbox Uncut's hit single, Chloroform and Oreos? The reason I ask this is because I would like to use the song to serenade a potential mate. You know, standing outside our house, throwing pebbles at our bedroom window to get her attention, holding a boombox on my shoulder. Well, I guess now it'll be a wireless Bluetooth speaker, but it's not as manly. I'm thinking lyrically it might be like a Cannibal Corpse song from the Chris Barnes era. But what do I know? I'm really counting on this, guys. Don't let me down. Love Wicked Soul, XOXO. I mean, it was... This is hard to come up with on the spot, man. And the chloroform part was my fault, so... Maybe. Don't do that. (laughs) All right. I'll be right back. Tim, Tim's going to get his acoustic <laughs> guitar and we're going to fucking hash it out right now, boys. <laughs> no, that's not happening. <laughs> no. uh, All I'm saying is there's two people with Max in this room that are supposed to be I creative. Mean, so Maybe secretly, quietly, without anybody knowing anything, I was working on a little Oreo chloroform intro that's not turning out as well as I had hoped. Just because the music that I got kind of sucks. I don't like it. Yeah, right. So we're gonna we might, we yeah. might a few weeks on this, huh? Maybe 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 we'll uh, sing it, and I yeah. can write, I'll write lyrics and have you guys sing your parts, and then I can piece them together so it sounds very full. We'll we'll all do the harmonies. Yeah. How are, are you gonna Are you gonna double stuff it, or are you gonna mega stuff, stuff it? it? Yes, there is. You take four Oreos, stuff. and then you. I peel out the cream and you stick it on one cookie. That's that's breaking the rules. Yeah. What if you take two mega stuff Oreos mm-hmm. and then you lace it with chloroform? <laughs> no, after they chew and they are like, "Oh, I need a napkin." You go, "Here you go." Let's not let's not lace anything. You, you mouth them with it. <laughs> no, you lace the the cookie. That that way, when you smell the cookie to get the bouquet, as uh, Greg mm. Miller calls it, you pass out and you go to sleep. You know, with a smile on your face, but you just smelled some Oreos. I agree. It's a wonderful thing. Okay. <laughs> what do we think the song would be like? Probably though? dubstep. Yeah, why not? Yeah. With some, uh, with some, what's that? Uh, not a violin. What is that? A fiddle? Yeah, we'll put a little fiddle in there. Yeah, a fiddle. Why not? 
Yeah. Yeah. Could I have a saxophone? Yeah, saxophone's we'll, uh, coming back, man. I'm hearing saxophone solos is. all the time in songs now. That's like back when I back in the eighties when I was growing up, the saxophone was the bomb. You played saxophone to get the ladies. Then in the nineties something happened and saxophone was just yeah, not cool. You know, I'm anymore. I'm more of a uh... Yeah, it was all about guitar. They started playing Kenny G ever. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. It was that Kenny, Kenny G soprano sax you know, stuff. A quick story about Kenny well. G. Uh, it, I was probably like 14 years old. My my best friend at the time, his mom took us to go see a movie. And in the movie, or like in the theater, they were playing like that light rock Kenny G shit. And she goes, oh, I think this is Kenny G. I'm like, oh, I love Kenny G. She goes, really? I'm like, yeah, he's the best. And then for my birthday that year, she bought me a Kenny G CD. <laughs> no, you I listen to it every day ah, you know what I, the thought is what counted here you want a, you want a nice story the ocean front over virginia beach ocean front they actually play kenny g at i would stay to leave <laughs> kenny g is That's love awesome. making music because you just get that rhythm did anybody did anybody see the kenny g I've south park s- episode i think i did uh, that the, i don't remember uh, it Oh it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought dad. I was thinking that it might have been the brown noise episode, but no, you're right. It is with Garrison's dad. Yeah, it was. All right, we're waiting on Tim Long. Oh, there's enough. Tim. All Hi, right, Tim. All right, I'm here. Oh, God dang, get your guitar. guitar. Get your guitar. Just get your, uh, get just guitar. Get your electric keyboard. All right, let's work this out. What key? Yeah. Uh, are we gonna do this song in? <laughs> His house key. It's gotta be D minor, the the saddest of the saddest of all keys, right? Well, no, it shouldn't be the saddest of all keys because poor forming Oreos is a brightful, uh, a bright, a brightening day. You got Oreos, but you can be kind of melancholy about it, right? And once it's over, we got to sing positively. Before shouldn't it be a positive season. note and then a negative note when the chloroform takes over? Yeah, or? exactly. It's gotta have a. <laughs> It's got to have a real mm-hmm. up and down thing here, you know. So dubstep, you need progress in this song. <laughs> It'll kind of be like that uh, Edmund Fitzgerald song. <laughs> we'll tell a story. Yeah, it doesn't have to stay in D minor. It can modulate yeah. to major eventually, you know, and it'll be okay. It'll be happy at the end. We could just start out with a little well, despair. You know, well, it's, not, it's not happening right now. We need time. It may it may never happen. Actually, who are we kidding? Well, five give me keys. a little preview. <laughs> give me five keys. No, just no the there's first... there's no preview. We got to move on to the next letter, Tim. <laughs> All right. oh, come on. We need to get that you one guy. You want to make uh, great radio? You hit three. You, uh, you, you, you want to make great radio? Two. You don't leave when we ask the questions. <laughs> What do, what, I don't understand that question. I'm sorry. I don't know what. I don't. We should have. We should have done. Show, look, bro. we need time. Look, we need time for this. Look, we can't just come up with well, it. Well, we're gonna have to I ask you. I love Wicked, but I don't understand the question. I don't know what else is going what if, on. What if, if we? Like, uh, what if we hire Gareth Coker to make Oreos and chloroform? I don't know if he'll do it. He might. He might charge a lot too. Um, He'll charge a lot, and he'll probably also never give us another interview again. <laughs> if no, we ask him I'm to re- make it. No, we're, yeah. we're, I'm going to ask No, yeah, we can't. No, no, we're not asking him to write it. <laughs> what about Leonard DiCaprio? <laughs> yeah, good old, good old Leonard will come through, I think. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's a, obviously as a Brit, he's got probably a really great sense of humor, but... If, might not well, maybe if we send him the episode... You know what, Leonard has a relay in auto. So you get the gist of things. It's not well, going to happen. I still say that podcast happen. was uh, podcast. <laughs> no, we should not do that. It was very, very fun. <laughs> I'm 
A Razzie. What's it called? Like a Razzie. I mean, that's, that's an award. <laughs> it's going to go in the Podcast Hall of Fame someday, Steve. You'll see. Sounds... I don't know why you have to be a doubter. <laughs> All right, Jesus. we got we to move on, guys. Next letter. This one's from Prophecy. He says, hello, everyone. How are each of you doing today? Well, I think we covered that already in the beginning of the show, so you'll have to listen to the beginning of the show, Prophecy. I'm a bit upset you haven't asked me since. Oh, Steve, 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 Steve. How are you? I'm good, thanks, man. I, I appreciate the, uh, the attention. Well, Prophecy says that's good to hear. So, my game-related questions are, can you clarify the differences between gaming on Windows 10 PC versus console? I understand with gold you get free games each month, party chat, etc. What do you get when gaming on Windows 10 PC? I've heard different things, so I'm thinking people are confused. Well, first off, Windows 10 uh, online gaming is not... There's no Xbox Live Gold for it. It's It's free. So... Um, yeah, so we're just the chumps that pay for it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. They got to do something with yep, that. Yep, absolutely. But uh, so yeah, that that's that's the gist of it. There's not much more than that. They don't have any kind of gold subscription that lets you get free games on PC or anything. That's not saying that won't happen in the future. I mean, I don't think they'll ever charge for online gaming on PC again because it was such a a. They really should charge. Yeah. In my opinion, I'd be okay yeah. if they didn't charge. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, but as, they, as, like they had an Xbox Silver for for the first party games on you know Microsoft servers. Well, it's, it's I, I, well, Steve said it was it was a disaster third, when they did it last time with games for Windows. Third, third parties would go mad if Microsoft were like, "Hey, our games are free, but you have to pay to play COD." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They will flip a lid. They're in a pickle. They're, they're in a pickle in that in that aspect. They got to do something, in my opinion. They have to make Xbox Live Gold worth it. Like really worth it. They need to figure out how to. How if they to were going to do better games with gold, then uh, but, I mean, you, you can only give away so many triple A's before, you know, you're. Well, there's there's well, things they you, could you do. Give Red Dead. Maybe uh maybe Groove Music. They could bundle that in somehow. Yes. Um, with backwards compatibility, E3, boom. You know, it's free. That's a yeah. That's if they, a nice if they came out at E3 Let's and said this is what we're they doing, they won't do that. If you no longer have to pay for multiplayer. That is just a standard Xbox Live. Now this is a new game. This is a new Xbox Gold, and they had and they really incentive incentive whatever that fucking word is incentify. How do I say it? <laughs> incentify. Right. Yeah, incentivize. I mean well, they. Incentivize. We know what you're saying. <laughs> that one. Yeah, that works. Incentify. That's the name of the episode. Inc- <laughs> yes, yes. Incentify. Incentify. Yeah, they they definitely need to do something. If 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 they took away the the the, the paywall behind multiplayer gaming at E3, it would be another backwards compatibility moment, like Tim said. But but that would also cost them probably. I wouldn't say billions. Yeah. It's probably, never going to happen. Probably plunge the division into the red. You think billions? It wouldn't get them into the red, but it would be, it would be. They wouldn't do it because they're making money on the model. But what they could do is maybe add Groove and and a backwards compatibility announcement, and you know, uh, add it in. I mean, it's sixty dollars a year, but they got to do something to just really kind of up it for current members because they are. It's. I mean, I don't care. You can argue what you you want, but. It is not fair that they could play Gears 4 on but, PC and truthfully, we have to play if you're a console okay. gamer. 
just let me finish my. But it's I don't think that they should charge PC. I'm not saying that they shouldn't charge those. They have their deal, but they definitely have to do something to make us feel a little bit less like chumps. Yeah, because like Steve said, we're chumps. Well, they got like they it. got a little time. I, I think the it, people are going to be upset about it once the holiday season rolls around and there's crossplay with these people on PC who are paying sixty dollars just like we are, yet they're getting it for free. That's when it's really going to come into play. Like so, like when Halo Wars Two comes out, you know, that's that's when it's going to be weird. It would it would be a huge thing if they did get rid. I don't of see it happening. It, Outside of get outside outside of getting rid of it, I honestly don't see what they could do, and they are definitely not going to do that. Compared well, to well, Steam compared does to it, the in, in um, the end, and they're they're a successful. Yeah, but model. Steam yeah, but Steam doesn't host any of this. Doesn't host any servers. For, well, what if right. they said? If, what if they said? Uh, yeah, if they were first party titles, you don't have to pay. If there's no paywall behind first party titles. Well, but but they're not going to do that because they're about dropping the price ten dollars. That could they could do well, that. They're not going to do that because it. because Activision were the whole reason that they had to increase it by ten dollars anyway. Because Activision said, "Well, hold on, if if all these millions of people are playing Call of Duty on Xbox Live, we want to cut." Yeah, but they don't have a deal with Activision anymore for like anything. Yeah, right. but how many people on Xbox Live still pay? Uh, still play COD. They're st- they're still paying them, just like they also pay EA. No. I don't know, and they probably mm-hmm. also, they probably pay all the third Going. parties. Varying, varying amounts. That's what the sixty dollars is made up of. It's not just, you know, going into Phil Spencer's holiday fund. Well, I mean, it's a hard thing because Sony did it last year, and it wasn't like it was a necessary model. They could have kept going with it, and they'd still be, they'd be racking it up even more if their online was free. Um, but in the end, they they had to put money into it because they had to get it better. And grow it, but I don't know. I just like you said, you started the whole thing off, and you basically said we're chumps, and that's the problem. You don't want to feel like a chump. So they need to make us and not feel that way somehow, and they better. And they gotta, gotta figure it out. They gotta figure it out soon. All right. And outside of going free, to, how did it? What could they possibly add that would make that would groove make music? And I could see groove music. I, I, if I they offered me groove music, I would turn around and say, "I've got Apple Music. I don't give two shits." Well, I will. Okay, groove music's pretty good. The, I like it. You. You don't you, you then you would call a, 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 a then you would, you wouldn't say we're chumps though you would just say well they just gave us some they're stupid but at least they they're give trying me something I don't, that I don't they, well, they have to do something here's the thing to though. offset that that debate because like Vern said when you're playing Halo Wars two there's gonna be a little bit of that you know this is you know kind of cheesy um, I don't think I think they should listen to the feedback well, one... on this and. Figure something out. It doesn't have to. It just be a nice gesture. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't work for Microsoft. They gotta brainstorm can, and figure it out, though. Because and they don't. Yeah, and they don't have much exactly. time. They don't. One reason they could that would make it viable to make it free is that the amount of money Enterprise makes them on the cloud. Like if they were to make it free tomorrow, they would still make tons of money on cloud. It wouldn't. The Azure would not stop what, being uh, in the black. What if they add ads to games? Doesn't help Xbox make What money? if when you're searching it for a game, Xbox is Xbox isn't about <laughs> making money. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's the case, then why aren't they spunking even more billions and billions? Because to... it's also not about Steve, wasting money. Steve, either. Steve, all what? they gotta do is 
put movie trailers and commercials during oh. load screens. There you oh. go, man. Dude, it's free. Xbox, <laughs> all X- horrible. Like all Xbox is, all Xbox is right now is it's, it's their way to advertise their brand and get into the get into the community, especially in a certain age range. That's all Xbox is. It's not about making money. If 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 Xbox was about making money, they would have stopped making Xbox long ago. Xbox I'm pretty sure that Phil has 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 said. No, that, Xbox you know, making money be... matters, but it's not like at the end of the day, if they don't make money this year, Xbox is still going to keep going. Like it's not going to. Oh yeah. It's not even if they made Xbox Live Gold free, Xbox is going to still going because it's not about the money. The amount of money they would waste on Xbox is minuscule. Like they have tons and tons of money. Like they have 90 billion sitting overseas that they're doing nothing with right now. That could run Xbox for the next decade. But if Xbox is making them a significant loss, their shareholders are going to be pissed. It's not a significant loss to- though, dude. It's not. You got to remember. I, I think. It, I think that, that getting rid of Xbox Live fees would would. It's would not put a significant Xbox in a significant hole. No, Xbox maybe, but not Microsoft. Xbox. No, but is... I'm talking about. I'm talking about Xbox. Yeah, but I they don't. Well, the shareholders they don't. They don't just put their you money have to remember, into Xbox. Xbox, Xbox is no, no longer but counted gonna be pissed as. Off a... if Xbox is dragging them down. No, because well, you're, you're forgetting that they they've they. They're, they no longer count Xbox and their earnings as one entity anymore. It's combined with a bunch of different things. Even if it, even if, even if like the next year Xbox were to lose a billion dollars, that the the earnings it's counted towards now, included with the rest of the departments, would still stay in the black. And there's a reason for that. It's counted with surf, Surface. It's counted with all of that. It's not. And I'm not just talking about hardware. It's it's also, I believe, um, I think, I believe it's actually counted with Windows now, too. Like, it, they have, right now they have cloud, and then they have Windows and services, yeah. and they've combined all that. But they did it for a reason. It's sly as fuck. They did it so they don't have to say they're losing money on Xbox. Or another division, let's say Xbox right. starts doing right. really well and makes money and another division doesn't do as well. Mm-hmm. They can hide it there. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason they did it. we got to move on to the next it's... part of the question, though. Uh, Prophecy says, what PC setup do you recommend for me to start gaming on PC? Well, wait. Wait for... Yeah. Wait. Get, get Pascal. A, get, get a Steam machine that exclusively runs Steam, Steam There you go. Bingo. No, I would just I would definitely wait and see what kind of you know system requirements we're going to get on all these upcoming games that are going to be on PC from Microsoft because it, things could change and we, we know well, new think, video cards are coming out too. So I think Quantum Break will give you a good idea of the fact that you're going to need a high end. Absolutely. Rig. So you might want to wait another six months to a year before you really invest into something like this with the the new video cards and the kind of switch to new CPUs and what DDR4 now instead of three, so um, I'm not sure if it's the best time, but if you got the money to blow, you know, just go all out, man. Alienwares are so it. good, right? But, uh... <laughs> I, it's yeah, always best to build your own. Brand when you buy an alien. I mean... Well, well, I think it, it it's best to build your own if you don't want to spend the extra money and you have the, cap- you have the capability and or interest to do it. I mean, to us, it's not rocket science. It isn't. It's not hard. But some people some people wouldn't want to do it. In which case, I would just buy a 
pre-built Or one of those Best Buy it. Oculus machines, right? No, do not buy an <laughs> Oculus machine. God damn it, man. <laughs> no, I'd build my own. And, I mean, you could always talk to us outside of the podcast and we'll help you prophesy. Yeah. I mean, the, as far as I can, from the times I've built computers, the trickiest part I've found is putting in the front USB and on and off buttons into the motherboard. Mm-hmm. Apart from the rest of it, it's very simple. And I actually made a mistake on my machine where I accidentally put the on button in the reset thing and the reset <laughs> button in the on button. So now I turn my machine on by pressing the reset button. And if I want to reset it, I press the massive blue on button. But, I mean, it does That's make pro, man. But... That's pro. Yeah. All right. So uh, he also asked, do you think they'll bring Xbox mm-hmm. Live Arcade back? Um, we kind of we kind of talked about that. Maybe this, I'd like to see it back as a, yeah, as a brand. Maybe this year they might not because as, I know that a lot yeah. of people say that they like it and they miss it. So maybe the the demand of the fans wanting it will they'll bring it back. I I think if they just did it as a promotion and not like yeah. an actual yeah maybe part like of summer the arcade Xbox, like store and called it that you know what I mean like. Yeah, exactly. But they, that was a and great, they called it that. Because uh, yeah, you knew exactly. for a solid month, each week you're going to get a solid arcade game. Obviously, towards the tail end of it, they yeah. started not being as good. But but I what? I don't think they will bring... Well, part of the reason why they got rid of the arcade brand was because they didn't want people to think of them as, as arcade games. I mean, that, it was never originally envisioned so much as with all these interesting original indie games. It was generally for, hey, here's your... 400 Microsoft points copy of Sonic the Hedgehog and obviously it grew and they, they got original games but I think that they feel that arcade well originally when they had the arcade wasn't the, the download only like 25 megabytes originally it was small the, it, it, uh, went up, it, it went up and then it went up to 200 because of Castlevania and then it went up higher it went yeah. to 50, it went to yeah. 100 then yeah. 200 yeah, but but they also they enforced demos, but demos had a separate certification process, and devs hated right. it. They loathed it. Yeah, but but, but Steve, if they just did them. it for four games for one month as just like a promo thing, and they had demos for all four of those games, and they made sure they were all under twenty dollars, I think that would be a decent way to bring back the brand without making it a real initiative going forward. You know, just like a a a sale kind of thing that happens once a year or twice a year. I don't think that would be a real issue. I well I don't either, but I still don't think. I think it'd be it. smart, but uh, non-gaming questions. Okay, what's your favorite Hunter Sean Rack Connery Robert. movie? What's the Ugh. one where he voices the dog? The dog. Well, it's about the. Only you can't even say James Bond, Steve, and least lie. I don't remember him. Are you talking about Beethoven? Dog? You're British. Yeah. You have to well, like, James like James Bond, Bond films. films. Yes, you do. That's like saying Americans don't like baseball. No, I don't have to like check shit. No, Steve, I'm going to punch you in the face if you say I, baseball. I, I don't like baseball. Oh, God, I'm American and baseball sucks. I love baseball. Cricket, cricket, give me a fucking uh, shot in the head. Holy shit, I'm, cricket. I'm sorry, is, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Cricket is a game of skill. And Tim tactics. is still a little I actually watched it. it. I'm like, what is this shit? Tim's still they a little They go mad. and they reverse it around. <laughs> you know, my favorite one is ah, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. That is a good one. Yeah. I love that, that was the first now. Indiana Jones yeah. movie I remember really, really liking. And then I went back and watched Ark and uh, Temple of Doom. Kalima! I remember that shit. Yeah. I love that movie now. Oh, yeah. 
I'm going with Highlander too. <laughs> <laughs> you sure not the first one? <laughs> what was that uh, movie right, you did with you uh, me. Highlander? One. Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones, where they were spies. Yeah. Oh, that one was uh, all right. Oh, oh, I yeah. see that. She looked pretty good too. Maybe I'll pick that over this mysterious dog film. There can only be one. I'm just saying. What about you, Timothy? I'm going to go uh, in Indiana in the last All right. Indiana Jones. All right. And now, the final part of the question. Can we hear each of your best Sean Connery impressions? No. <laughs> oh, God. I, uh, I know. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm going to pause my arm, mute my mic, and try to work time. it out. Well, Sean, Sean, Sean Connery, when you talk like Sean Connery, you have to uh, have this strange lisp. Right, Everything has to down. sound like I, you have an SH I, sound. I like... Uh, Can we move on, please? What'd you say, Steve? <laughs> Steve, Steve, what'd you say, Steve? Oh, Jesus. That doesn't even sound Scottish in the slightest. I could never do... I could do the impression. I used to be able to do a good one. Scottish? I'm not... I can't think of anything to say. Yeah, you sound pretty good. At With when we were doing our uh, walking impressions, those just rolled off the tongue, and you could say anything as walking, and it was hilarious. But Sean Connery's different because he's <laughs> he's more dignified, I guess. So it's kind of harder to uh, really do an impression without sounding like there, a, a buffoon. Yeah. But I mean, there, I guess you know, moron. There can only Jesus be Jesus Christ. I see. I can't do it. <laughs> I like, I like uh, I like Christ. when Daryl Hammond played <laughs> Sean Connery on that Jeopardy Celebrity Jeopardy. See, all these questions, all these questions are asking for shit on the spot, man. It's we need tough. time to practice. It's tough. Okay, well, give us like a week. Part of the last part, he says, he says, "P.S. Steve cares. Steve, Steve knows. Steve rules." Yeah. Prophecy is my boy. He knows. And Steve's never yeah, on Steve cam. Yeah, Steve didn't even do a Sean Connery impression. I know. Look at that. Look at, look not, at that. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a connoisseur. I'm not. An we, we, we can't let Steve defend himself on this. We got to move on. All right. This next question is from. Well, next email or letter is from David. David says, "Hey guys. So a couple questions this week about the Xbox sharing and EA access. I've decided Smart. to go all digital with games going forward. So I'm considering game sharing with my nephew. Does this still work with an Xbox in a different location? Can we play both the same game at the same time?" I will end up getting EA Access. Unfortunately, I already purchased Dragon Age and Madden 16 before I even knew EA Access existed. Before I went on and signed up for the year, I was hoping you could give me a little information on it. I believe they give you access to the 15 games in the vault. How often are these updated? Are you able to share the account with one other person, or is this for one user? I think EA Access is one user. EA Access is shareable, actually. The only problem with yeah, EA Access shareable. is that if it's a trial, okay, the trial cannot be of. shared across two people. The trial can o- the trials can only be played by the person who owns account. the actual uh, service. But once the game goes into the vault, those games can be shared. So... It's an awful lot of effort into that. Yeah. So they put an awful lot of effort into the, into that process. Well, because it, it's like attached to your home console or something like that, and it's and it's also the the way yeah. the games work. But yeah, the trials, 
are attached directly to your account because they know like how much time you have left. That's why it can't be shared. You see? Yeah. So. Yeah. But I th I'm pretty sure I've shared them with Maria. So. I don't want to make you go and buy yeah, this I don't, and then be like, I don't I know can't how share. sharing works. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can share it. What, EA Access? Yes, it works. Me and Dusty share yeah, EA Access. Yeah, okay, works. okay, good. Yeah. So, yeah, you can share EA Access, but you can't share the trials. But uh, the way it works is you have to set a home console, and on that home console, mm -hmm. any gamer tag on that console can play all the games that have been purchased on the account that the home console is attached to. So... In the case of you game sharing with your nephew, if you're the one buying the games, you're going to have to make your nephew's console the home console. Um, and then you'll have to log in with your gamer tag on your own console. Uh, right. And then he'll log and he can log in with his own gamer tag on the home console. So it, it, it works. It works out all right. But yeah, that's just how it's going to have to work. You're going to have to make your nephew's console the home console. But as long as you do that. And then that means that he he can only play his games when he's online. Is that no. Correct? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. The the person writing, David, would only be able to play when he's connected online. So if Xbox Live is down or your internet's down, yes. you can't play your games. Right. There is some caveats to it that, that you should know. I mean, I do it with my with my nephew. Um, I It's my account. I buy the games. I own the games. But I set his to home as if I was living there, just so he can have all the access content. But he has a little bit of an advantage. He can play games offline. I cannot, because I cannot uh, get to the server and be authenticated. Um, I just play through my game, gamer takes. So that's the only thing you have to consider. For me, it's uh, I think it's fine to play my gamer takes. If Xbox Live is down, whatever. Well, it's just, well it's yeah, down. the way, the way be... games are now, they're all so attached to being online all the time now and it, it was a big old blow up with the original DRM plans but I mean you're seeing games constantly coming out that require you to be online to play when you look at something like Destiny or The Division or The Crew or, or even Street Fighter 5 right now you're completely neutered when you play that game offline so, so I, mean, let me, I wouldn't let me be that this. worried about it my Just brother lives it. like 45 minutes from me how would we be able to game share because I don't know how it works Okay, well, you're going to have mm -hmm. to make your brother's console the home okay. console for your gamer tag. All right? And then whenever so you can still log in mm -hmm. to your console where you live, it, but just, it just won't be the home con it won't be the home mm -hmm. console attached to your gamer tag, you know what I mean? So you'll just have to be okay. online to play all the games that you own. And then for him, he can just play everything okay. that's on that console since it's the right. home console. You just you gotta... then can't play your games. Now, you right. see, if your internet goes down, you can't play anything. Yes, you can't be One thing that's really cool, let's say your wife has a mm -hmm. gamer tag or something and she wants to play a game. She can, as long okay. as you're signed in at the same time. You see? So that that's that's what we do. Uh, with uh, Me and Maria and I, what we do, um, we have the home console in in our bedroom that she usually plays on. And then I usually play on the living room one. But if she wants to play on the one in the living room, since it's not a home console, she has to make sure I'm mm -hmm. logged in at the same time. You know, but which 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 is nice <laughs> if they let you do that because for like on the PS4 you can't even do that. So you can game share, mm -hmm. but you can't like 
play on like I could she couldn't play with her gamer tag on the living room console. I know yeah. Right. But um you can actually you can get you their their gamer tag can play also um online, I believe, right? They can play online on the home oh, yeah. console. And again get achievements and and actually play you. Right? Couldn't you have that scenario if you're both playing Rocket League or you're playing against each other? Well, yeah, Killer you can Instinct? both play the game at Jeez. the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So basically, it, the way I think of it is you use your you use your gamer tag remotely and you share the other Xbox in the other location, whoever is going to be your brother, best friend, or somebody that you can trust. Oh, and what's nice too, and, if let's say your cousin buys a game, he can make his or her... Uh, home console, your right. console, and then you can both share games with each other. So if your cousin buys a game, you can play it, and if you buy a game, your cousin can play it. So that works out really nicely too. So the two of you can kind of decide. Well, I'm going to buy the game this this time, or you're going to buy the game next time. You know, so it's really nice, and it's definitely the way to go. If you're going to go digital, definitely find a game sharing buddy. It's worth it. So thank you for writing in, David. So this is our last letter. This one's from uh, Special Ed. He's written in many times. He says, hi, uncru- uncut crew. <laughs> it's kind of weird, uncut We're crew. all hooded knights. We're, all, we're just all uncut, you know? We, we got <laughs> uncut together. He says, hi, uncut crew. A belated happy new year to all of you. Question. Working under the assumption that Microsoft decides the next Xbox will be a traditional console, a la the OG 360 and Xbox One. How do you think Microsoft will approach it? Will they take any learnings from this gen and go balls to the wall on power that Sony can never match? Will they just screw up again? I have a suspicion that if they do have another traditional console, I feel it will be their last, and not only will they go all out on power, they may even go with hardware backwards compatibility for every Xbox console released. OG, 360, Xbox One, and go with the tagline the only Xbox you'll ever need. What do you guys think? Well, you don't want to say the only Xbox you'll ever need because they might want to sell another Xbox after it'll that. It'll definitely be an all-digital system. <laughs> but, uh, That's what I think. They, uh, they do not need a disk drive. I, no I way. hate it. No way. They're, they're not going to mess up again. Yes. No, they do need a disk drive because they want GameStop, who control over 50% of the U.S. market, nah. to sell their yep. console. I, I mean, I, I have my. I want an all digital. I'll buy a PS4 when 100%. they have an all digital console. I don't want a fucking disc drive. I just want an all digital. Give me that option. Well, you guys are talking about consoles. I'm buying a PC. Windows 11. No, Windows 10. It's going to be Windows 10 forever. Windows 10 Part 2. Get all the exclusives, bro. <laughs> I think they will go false but, uh, with power. There's no yeah, way that I mean, the next Xbox will be underpowered. It will be a fucking beast. Uh, not and they will be again. first to market, too. Yeah, I, I really believe again. that. They'll be first to market. They'll be insane yep. specs. Hopefully all digital, but, you know. Well, uh, wouldn't it be cheaper for them to uh, put the games just on, like, an SD card instead of a, they would uh, have um, a disc? Because they got 120 gigabyte SD cards now, it would be cheaper to manufacture that as opposed to discs. Mm. No, it might it might not be know. actually. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's about it's fifty fifty uh, on on the disc in my opinion. I, I, you just have to see how the 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 
uh, it evolves. You know what I mean? That that could be a last. That could be a year, final year decision. Um, you could you'll know the market at that point. There will be a physical release of uh, games though, in some capacity. Like they're just they're not. That's gonna, why I say maybe they have to. Have to. Uh, yeah, that's right. Some sort of proprietary. Um, and GameStop wants to sell used games, so they're going to figure out a way to make the games be sold used, whatever they do. So, well, it's. I'm going to be honest with you guys. Phil is a console gamer, but he also loves the uh-huh. PC. So does Mike Yabara. These guys love specs, so I think they want to have their baby, and I think they will get their baby, and I think yeah. that powerful. it will be the most powerful console on the planet. And it's gonna have and a Hololens. That's it. Yeah. I, just, I would just make the I would just have the connect. I would just make the connector not bundled. Yeah. I would have. I would like to be just reuse this because yeah, it's not like you need 4K resolution on it. They could just keep adding yeah. to it. You don't need to update it. It's, it's fine what it is. People will say, "Oh, it's yeah, too big. Exactly. It's not tough shit." No. Yeah, I have. I have it's, an articulating wall mount that I can extend from my wall like fucking four feet. I can. I can rotate it. I can do whatever I want, and I have my Kinect mounted on top of the TV, and it works great. What? Look, it, thing is, if the next console comes out come and it can York. do 4K and people can hook a VR headset up to it and it handles it nicely, that's what they need. That, that's all they need. So, and I, I think I think exactly. that's what they're going to shoot for. I mean, they're going to try to find a way to not, you know, spend too much money so and lose what if too this, much money on this sales, next console, obviously. right? But, Say like it is just a powerhouse beast, but it, they be and they're like, okay, it has the best top specs, but it's still four ninety nine. Are people gonna complain about that if the specs are just there? Too no, not as much. Well, you're talking about twenty twenty. It's not gonna be twenty twenty. Like, the, the Xbox One. No, is, that's twenty eighteen. I'm gonna say and yeah, Xbox well. One is not gonna limp on for another four years. You think no. in two years, two, 2018, two years. they will have another console? I'm going to be uh, No way. That's too soon. I, yes. I, I would say 2020. That's my guess. Two, I think 2018 is, is just too guess. soon. Holiday. Yeah. 2020. It's, is it really? It came out no in 2013. That's yes. a five-year life. They planned this. That's five years. They, that's pretty good. They pl- no, I think they started the they research and development. Started, I really think they started it, but I just think 2018 in my opinion, it's unrealistic. It's just too soon. Original Xbox was how long? Like three years or something? Four years. Four years? Yes. Okay. They could At do 2019. How many Xbox ones do you think they'll still be selling in 2019? Exactly. They'll sell at least 10 Not or 15 a month. Many. <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> literal <many>. Steve. <laughs> no, they, they, it'll, they'll have... They'll have Hold on, bro. It says bet. They'll, they'll be bet. getting... They'll be getting killed in the market at that point, but or they'll it'll Sony will have full control, but um, at that point it'll be full range in motion. So you're gonna either get 2019 holiday or 2020 All right, holiday. Well, That's the realistic way to look at it. In my opinion, I'm gonna say 2020 because Microsoft uh, is just not somebody who's just gonna move that fast, especially in 2018. It's totally unreal. Oh no, bone. Oh no, bones here says bet. Sounds no. like a bet. Is there a bet here? I'll bet. I'll bet fifteen. I'll bet him, uh, Steve, a video game. 
the first game. If it's 2020, he gets me it. If it's 2019, I get He'll him. He'll buy Halo 7, either well, Windows 10 or Xbox. I'm not sure I want to be tied down to 2019. I think there's a, I think there's a lot of different Well, it's not like they could really upgrade the Xbox one. Well, they could. Well, hold, they hold could do it. Like, with the Switch to Windows 10, they absolutely could. How, how could you make the Xbox one more powerful and not alienate every uh, pre-existing console? Still runs the games. All the games available on both. Yeah, but you're you're you would when you have to program for two games then. No. Oh well, uh, yeah, but we'll DirectX twelve on second. Windows ten DirectX twelve would be easy between that and a PC game. The biggest problem with this idea is that the hardcore community has to go out and buy the new consoles if they want the most. The yeah, you're end. right about that. You gotta say, you gotta say, no, is 1080p that worth it to me? Uh, they're not gonna do it. Oh, I don't think I've ever said it before, K. I said that. Well, they, 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 they could. They're not gonna be able to do 4K, but they See, could um, have a 4K. Uh, HDMI it'll have 4K. It'll have 4K have output, mm-hmm. and they'll they'll be able to go up to resolutions yeah. of 4K. But most of the games that come out definitely won't hit 4K. So yeah, it'll yeah. just run. It'll run. It'll run well, better. I don't than, think yeah, gonna, to it. I don't no. think they're gonna waste. I don't think they're gonna waste their money on that. They're just gonna put. Yeah, the, me either. They're gonna put the money towards the next console. They're yeah. gonna have a redesign. I think it's, this year. I think it's 2018. I'm going 2019. What do you say, Steve? Just to be different. 2020. It could be mid twenty nineteen. Well, I am completely undecided because I think that the the signs of the, you can't. No, I am undecided because I just take a guess. Be. What's your guess? <laughs> Tomorrow. You have so to you're saying soon. Part of the fun. Twenty nineteen. No, that's way. not good enough. No. Yeah. So next year at E3, they're going like to come out and say, "Guess what, guys? Here's the Xbox Two coming out." You know what? No way. That's just too soon. Yes. Two twenty twenties. We have two. You know what? Hey, well, no, I, I would, would, like no, they wouldn't announce it till twenty eight. Same year, same thing with Xbox One. No, you have to be playing. The I'm only... talking about playing the game on your console in front of it. Twenty eighteen. I think it'll be announced at E three twenty eighteen. The only way that'll work is if all Xbox One, all of them, are backwards compatible. All the games, all the games. It's the, it's the only way that they I will would be. ever buy a, they will another be. Xbox. Course. You'll be you'll have Xbox One backward compatibility, 360 compatibility, I and I think they're going to figure year. out the OG Xbox backward compatibility by then too. Yeah, there's too select fewer games to really do it. They'll to, make to it. Put, uh, a lot well, they don't have to make that it. much effort probably because it was actually a PC. They might have a, a, a classic. Yeah, exactly. They'll release like Jade Empire uh, and maybe. Well, no, they would uh, yeah, really Mechasol, release you know, games like that. You know, were able to, there won't well, be that many. You, the bread and butter was the online. Why not? And yeah, that's what they would have to maybe do. Maybe they emulate the servers somehow. <laughs> yeah, that would run like uh, shit. Not gonna, yeah, but they're not going to do that. Yeah, so no, they'll just put the turn new back Mechasol on. Yeah, game's going to be announced this year. Yeah, and the reason why they turn no, them not off really. Yeah. They don't have to turn them. They don't have to turn like the the servers they used to be using on. They just run a virtual machine. They could they possibly, yeah. But I think they'll. They, there's servers, a good chance, you know. All the servers you use when you're playing Xbox Live right now, they're all virtual machines. Yeah. Like none of it. You're not using up an entire server. So. But the but the the problem I'm pretty sure they said apart from wanting to move people off of Halo Two to Halo Three was that Halo 2 had a hard limit of 100 friends, right. and it would break it. 
they said. Well, you, you got the same thing with Xbox One and Xbox 360 right now. I mean, you can't see all your friends on Xbox 360, but it doesn't stop you from backwards compatibility. Yeah, but that might not have been built to hard code to break it like Halo 2. Yeah, well, maybe they'll was. only bring over single-player games then. But, I mean, they could they could still emulate a few of those games. Maybe it's something they'll they'll do. But... Plus, they have the code behind it. They could actually patch the games, too. Yeah. I mean... We'll see. There might not be enough demand for them to do it, though. But there'll definitely be 360 Xbox One backward compatibility, for sure. And I wouldn't be surprised if the 360 backwards compatibility is quite improved, you know? As far as, like, maybe they'll be able to kick the resolution up or do something, you know? Add anti-aliasing or increase the frame rate somehow. There's probably a way they could do that. If they could just turn off V-Sync. Yeah make all the frame rates fine that would be lovely which they can do because we've seen v-sync be turned on and off within um rocket league they let you do that so you would think or or like uh what was the other game that did that um uh the sniper elite game also let you turn it on and off so hopefully that's an option they'll add to the backwards well, to be fair, it could be it could be an emulator limitation rather than We'll make it an option to choose in the emulator. You know how you, when you push the select and start buttons, it brings you to the old guide? Well, maybe that old guide includes a V-Sync option. I don't know. There's got to be some way they can do it. All right, guys. We're going to have to wrap this up. Hey, I'm the host. I'm the host. I don't care. i got to be asleep. I'm the host. But anyway, Steve, where have you been playing? I've been playing Rocket League. I played The Wolf Among Us. The Wolf Among Us is fantastic. I was putting it off because I was like, this looks really stupid. And Dustin was like, oh no, Steve, it's amazing. And then I finally played it and I did it in like two days. It's fantastic. They should have done season two. Also, it doesn't run like utter shit, which is nice. But there were a couple of times where it paused and I was just like, someone get me the head of Telltale so but, I can just slap you. But Telltale games, that's how they always are. When they first come out, they're buggy and then they fix them. And then by the end of the season, things run better. Yeah, but it's bullshit. Piss me off. Uh, I've also I finished Gunworld, which is the worst two dollar game I've ever. Worse than played. anything you've ever played on an iPad um, that was two bucks, or an iPhone. Well, for a start, I don't buy two dollar iPhone games, but yes, it's worse than all of them. Um, yes, it was terrible, but I did feel quite satisfied when I finished it that I then went back. So you played it twice, ending, which is probably a bit excessive. Oh, okay, and did take. No, no, I just redid the last level again, but it would <laughs> take me an additional four hours to do it again. Um, then I played Life is Strange. I've got one episode left. Didn't really like the first one. The second one was a bit boring, but man, shit really gets going in the third one, doesn't it? I, I don't know if any of you have played it, but <clears throat> the third and fourth episodes are really good. And I was I was going to play it today and I forgot, so once we've done this, I'll probably go and play it. Um, outside of that, I've been playing Rocket League. I've got um, 905 of the gamer score. So That's a lot. Left. It is. Because um, I'm a hero. And I'm also <laughs> top for goals, shots, game progress, MVPs, and wins on my friends list. And I'm second for saves and fourth for assists. Braggart. Of all of my friends on Xbox Live. It's mm. really good. It runs really well. It looks really good. Buy um, it. Buy it. Buy it. Fun. Buy it. Twenty dollars had like fifty five thousand players that, Rocket League? earlier or something. Which I bought nice. it. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah. So. Which means it's probably sold in the hundreds of thousands already. So. Yeah. 
and that's and you know people were talking about how it was late how it had no cross play how apparently indie games don't sell on xbox one and yet everyone's 5, buying 000, it 55,000. Well, indie games don't sell on xbox one that's why arc survival is a downloaded game i'm sorry tim's killing it all right well Tim let's uh, anything else steve um no i think that's probably about it all right well let's move on to tim since i mentioned tim what you been playing tim Rocket League, Rocket League, and I'm looking to play the Division. I'm actually, uh, sorry, I was typing. I was typing to somebody because I'm going to play the Division in Rocket League. And um, I am very excited. Uh, Rocket League seems to really have gotten hype on Xbox. Uh, didn't expect it to be uh, that much hype. So, But it's a, it's a good game. Once you play it, you have to play it. Um, I wouldn't play it alone. Uh, playing it alone is a different experience than playing it with friends. When you play with a friend, it's really kind of a fun experience because you work together as a team of four, and uh, it's I, I like it. It's going to be if you pick it up and play. Those are my type of games sometimes, and um, very impressed. And I'm really looking forward tonight to uh, the division. Um, I'll be probably really playing both, and uh, that's pretty much what I've been playing. And I play Madden, which is the greatest sports game I've ever played right now. Going. I'm in my season. Uh, I'm actually my play a playoff game. I'm playing the San Francisco 49ers. I went 10 and 6, and I'm a wild card, and I'm playing in Fran- San Francisco. Um, I hope. Uh, I, I, I really think I'm going to go for if I lose, um, I start a new season, or I'm not going to reset. Put it that way. I've already reset <laughs> once. I play on a hard level, um, but I, I'm going to play it for real. And uh, I'm just, just really, the game is just uh, very impressive to me. The way it just, just keeps evolving, or just the way, just very realistic games, and um, just, just really uh-huh. done well. Uh, so that's uh, good stuff. I played a little uh, bit of Halo, scene? and then just been, been playing, playing The Witcher. I haven't really played much since Sunday, Monday. Just I got sick, and so I haven't really felt like playing anything. I downloaded Rocket League. I downloaded. Uh, the DeLorean car because I love Back to the Future. So uh, I definitely want to get into the division tonight. Want to play some Rocket League tonight. Yeah. I'll probably finish The Witcher 3 this weekend. I think that's what I'm going to do. And then other than that, man, nothing. Awesome. Awesome. And Jason. <laughs> I haven't played shit. Well, that's nice. I'm working seven days straight. Oh, yeah. I haven't played yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been I've been I've been playing the same guy same stuff you guys have been talking about. I'm pretty excited about playing the division tonight and uh Rocket League's great. I I like the tutorial on the Xbox One version. I guess they added it to the PS4 version late too, because when I originally played it on PS4 I don't remember that same tutorial. Um what's pretty cool is if you do the I guess the double jump in the air and tilt your car kind of back, you can turn on your boosters and then actually fly. So that's pretty awesome. So technically, you can set up spikes in this game. So that's pretty cool. Oh, and some Rocket League news. We found out today that the hockey variant of the game is uh, is actually coming out next week. So there's hmm. going to be a big giant puck, and it's going to be on ice and everything. So, yeah. I've that's, played that. It's quite, it's quite fun. Yeah, they smell, it's called they Snow they Days spell or something D-A-Z-E. like that. D-A-Z-E. I forgot the name yes. of the mode. Oh, uh, I don't... I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but, uh, and then besides that, I have been playing some PS4 games. Um, I put a few more hours into The Witness, 
and we talked about that earlier the Jonathan Blow game and I I really hope this game comes to the Xbox One because I I think those people deserve to play it. It's a really really good puzzle game. Um it handles tutorials so incredibly well. What it does is with each new set of puzzles it'll it'll show you a bunch of like easy versions of these puzzles that get like progressively harder until you get to the one major puzzle which puts everything into place and that's how all the different sections of the game are put together and there's no text no voice or anything like that explaining this all to you it's just all revealed before you and it it's put together pre pretty brilliantly so um that's a game i really do hope comes to Xbox 1 and it seems like it it will so when it does or uh, I hope you all get a chance to play that. It's really good. Um, and then I, I did put can... some time into Street Fighter Five, which, yeah, Street Fighter Five's. Uh... Interested. I'm interested. Well, first in off, I want to talk about my good experiences. Um, I have a Killer Instinct uh, joystick, and I wanted to be able to use that on my PS4. So what I did was I bought something called the Cronus Max. And if you get the Cronus Max and you get a USB hub, it allows you to use any controller pretty much on any console. You know, So it allows me to use my joystick on the PS4. works great. There's no input latency or anything like that. I can also use my Xbox Elite controller. And it, and it lets you use the flippers, too, since the flippers, uh, those profiles are saved directly on the controller instead of through software. Um, it's, it's actually saved to the firmware. Um, you don't have any issues, so you can actually set up a profile on your Xbox One, switch to that on your controller, you know, and use that on the PS4. So it, it works great. Now to get to now to get back to Street Fighter V, uh, the game is actually really good. It looks good, it runs well. It's classic Street Fighter gameplay. There's some cool new additions, but it does not give you any sort of like tutorial really on how all these new features work like if you want to learn how to play this game you really have to do your own homework this game doesn't have any kind of like awesome dojo mode like killer instinct does it doesn't really spell things out for you so that's a real bummer first off uh second like i said earlier this is a game so that is completely neutered rushed. if you're not online um yeah, absolutely, because the tournaments are starting really soon, and then Evo's right around the corner, so they wanted to make sure to get this game out in time. Um, but not just that, like, um, okay, so let's say, first off, the servers are not very good. I mean, people are getting disconnected all the time, matches are disconnecting, and what happens is when you get disconnected, uh, it just kicks you right back to the starting screen, and then you hmm. don't get credit for all the fighting you just did. And what you do is you collect uh you collect like a currency that you can use to buy costumes uh new characters stuff like that well first off the store isn't even isn't even even available right now there's a section for the store in the game and it says coming in march and then there's another section for uh, uh there's something else that's coming in march like lobbies or something like that that says coming in march so like it, it feels how, so how does it compare to it season so one of killer instinct when it came um, out Oh, it's it's got way more stuff. No, 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 not just the characters. I mean, as far as like features, you know, because when season one KI came out, I mean, there was Dojo, even though I don't know if if you can use other characters. There is a small train. There is like a small like like tutorial mode, but it's not as good as Dojo, and you know, but yeah, it's it's not. It's not worth that sixty dollars. It's very very. It's actually very bare bones. Where would you put it if if you could say, all right, I would release this game at X. 
Right. If if I could say I wanted to yeah. pay a certain amount, I would have rather paid like forty bucks or something. How is? You know, uh, I mean, like, there's a lot of characters character. in the game. It does have online. You know, there is a survival mode. There's a story mode, but the story mode's kind of a bummer because the story mode, each character, have you're you... only fighting like three fights for each character. So it's like you spend have like you anywhere from five to ten Nikali minutes. Have you done the story mode? Because he's the character. only one out of yeah. all the characters that's new that interests me. I've only I haven't played many yet. I've played as Chun Li, uh, Ryu, um, uh, who's that wrestler Tammy? girl who they got rid of the butt slap. Tried her, um, and then there's another new female character who's pretty cool. Um, what's her name? Uh, Lara uh, Mitsuda or something like that. Those are the only ones I tried so far. I haven't put a whole lot of time into the games yet, but. Um, I mean, it looks good. It plays well. It's a good Street Fighter game. If you're in a Street Fighter, you're you're not going to be wasting your money. I mean, the updates are coming. It's just it seems like it should have come out in March and not this month. I think it, if it had come out next month, when it had all the extra stuff that it needed at launch, it'd be okay. And there is a new character coming out like each month, and they're not charging you for the characters. Uh, well, they could, you can pay real money, or you can pay the money you right. earn within the game. And the money you earn within the game is actually so you have it doesn't to take un- that long to get the money the new you need characters to get like, in-game characters. Currency? If you play through, uh, when they were when they are released, so you, or you can pay uh, for them. That just doesn't seem right. If, if you're paying, so it doesn't. No, well, but if it's it is it's DLC. So, but then why do you have to? It's, it's free DLC. Say like you just you know you only have you play a few matches here and there, and you know you you don't play for a while, and then these new characters come out. Well, then you pay for it. Then you pay for it. It's like anything. I mean, it, it's DLC. Like, you, they could charge for it, which they are, or you can buy it with in-game currency. So I don't have a problem with that, because the game isn't launching with, like, seven or eight characters mm-hmm. or anything like that. I think it's got, what, like 16 characters or something at launch? Um, so it, it, it feels like there's plenty plenty there as far as the character content's concerned. So I don't have an issue with that, really. Um and they're going to be adding challenges and other ways to get currency, so it doesn't seem like it's have going to be said a how much, real hassle. But have uh, they said how much the character the pricing for like the costumes as far as real expensive. life currency and in-game currency? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not sure what the price is. I think. It's All right, I was thinking like maybe if it was like ten dollars a character, like that was ridiculous. That was yeah. a little bit outrageous. Uh, yeah, right. no, it's not. It's it's not like evolve. You know, it's not like they're going crazy with the the characters. You know, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's right. If you're really in the Street Fighter, it's worth a buy, you know. But I see where all the issues are coming from, and like the the server issues are really a problem right now. So, yep, that's my experience and what I've been playing. But uh, really, what'd you say, Jason? It really didn't help them in the reviews. Like, if you go to Amazon or Steam, like that thing, like user review wise, it's getting absolutely fucked. Well, there's not even an arcade mode right now. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem. Like you said, if they would have waited till March. When they had more of this stuff and then released, they wouldn't have got as, like, destroyed in the user reviews. And I also think it's funny that everyone went out saying, you know, Sony investing all this money in it was going to make it release really soon and, you know, be the game it should be when it should launch. But then it launches in this state. Yeah, and I think what people should be more upset about, honestly, is the online issue. Because, seriously, if if, if the servers are down, you can't gain any currency when you play. 
It doesn't yeah. recognize that you did it. It doesn't give you higher. It doesn't raise your character level. It doesn't give you the currency for all the different modes you're playing. So you can spend all this time offline, and you won't mm. even have the stuff you need to buy the new characters when they come out. So it's really, really. They, they needed to figure out figure out a better solution for that. So it, it's in a bad way right now. I think yeah. as far as uh, whether or not they please the customer fan base. So I think they'll get over it though. I think next month it'll be the game it should have been and things will be fine and this is a, more of a platform than it is a, a game that's going to get so a when you say sequel maybe now. a super street fighter 5 so no you think it'll just go straight i no, know that I they've already said that, that they won't make it we'll, we'll get they're not gonna do that. no they're gonna keep they're gonna keep making characters they're gonna keep building this platform just like killer instinct is right now honestly um, it's going to be very similar to that, and they'll just box it with all the new content and say it's this edition or something, but That's, it'll be the same game. Yeah, I think. I don't know. When you have That's such a big guess. franchise like Street Fighter, alienating it to one console. I know Sony Money handed it and shit like that, but yeah, that's true. What well, is on PC as well? It is on PC as well. It, it, it is a bummer it's not on Xbox One, though. I think there's a lot of fans out there who enjoy playing I mean, as it long on as, Xbox One. As long but, as Street Fighter I mean, 4 that's comes how to backwards go. compatibility, so I'll be all right. Yeah, I'm, curi- yeah, I'm so. curious if that'll even happen. Probably won't. Yeah. So, but they, there's no way that Sony yeah, could have predicted that Microsoft this, would do backwards you know, compatibility they when they announced that. Street Fighter Five. so... You know they could have. There's, there's yeah. no way. Well, I yeah. mean, they probably, they. Per- yeah. Maybe they yeah, put I mean, a little money under the lawyers and said, "Don't release it." I don't know. We'll they see. probably had a clause in there. No. Yeah, but Capcom have to give permission, and Capcom aren't going to do anything that pisses off Sony. Right. So, if Sony, if they turn around to Sony and well, say, "Well, I don't hey, think Capcom." I don't think Capcom's very happy, right? They might be happy with how it's initially selling, but I don't think they're very happy with the way it's reviewing. It's not going to help the long... It, it's not going to give it... It's not really legs. selling Gang no, Gang Busters. It hasn't hit number one. It's not one. doing well on PC on at Amazon. all, actually. It's not doing, well, it's no, not doing as well second, as you think. Yeah, the second you the go fact of the matter is, is that fighting games are a niche genre, and not like, everybody enjoys them. I like them just because it's, you know... Reminds me of being a kid growing up in the 90s playing fighting games in the arcade. But fighting games these days are now just based on nostalgic and what the name is. Street Fighter is a big name. Mortal Kombat is a big name. Granted, Mortal Kombat sells millions, but if Mortal Kombat didn't have the gore that it does, it wouldn't fucking sell. Because realistically, in my opinion, the gameplay mechanics of Mortal Kombat aren't that great compared to Killer Instinct or Street Fighter. But I like Mortal Kombat better than Street Fighter just because it's more interesting to me. Yeah. Well, hopefully the story mode coming out in June. Well, it has a story mode now, yeah. but it's just like stills, like with really bad, bad poorly drawn stills and and just and, and bad dialogue. I mean, it's it's a pretty bare bones. I heard it, Poor story it, mode. It doesn't have spectator mode. It no. Doesn't have CPU versus CPU. You can only you can only have two people in the lobby right now. CPU. 
Yeah, it doesn't. It's missing a lot of base. But in March, stuff. they're doing the the mode where you can spectate and play in a lobby with like eight people or it's something. It's like that Star it. Trek movie. But, it's like one of the torpedoes get yeah, here too. Yeah. It's like <laughs> why? Why? But yeah. The worst thing is just seeing spaces on March? the front page that say available in March, like things that you should be able to select. Yeah. You know, that's feel. It feels like what the hell is this? Is this a free to play game? I, I'm Sony, surprised they didn't Sony go the killer had them route and do it that way. Like well, that. someone had to have been obligated. I think no, if they, they would have did it that way, they, they kind would, of did. They, if they would way, have, honestly, that's what they could just leave Ryu the like. fucking one character you get for free, and make it free to play, and say you only get Ryu, yeah, and then each character's yeah, two or three dollars. Yeah. You know, they should have done it that way, but you know, well, there's nothing to stop no, them doing I don't think that. They'll do it. No, no way. Which is what I suspect they probably will do. But uh. I do want to answer one question in chat. Old No Bones asked how much the Kronos Max was. It's sixty bucks. It's about sixty dollars, and then you might have to spend about five bucks for a USB hub. So, um, because you need the USB hub, otherwise it'll disconnect every eight minutes or ten minutes or some weird thing like that. So, but um, yeah, I definitely recommend it. It works great. I tried it out on uh, Uncharted as well using the Elite controller, and that was awesome. So. I'll be using my Elite controller as often as I can. Obviously, there's certain games I won't be able to because of the trackpad, but you can actually uh, assign. How many PS4 games actually the utilize want, the trackpad? Like the back button or something like that. But is it done in any it's sort of interesting the Sony way? Like, is it any any interesting yeah, gameplay? They, they love... Not usually. Uh, until Dawn does it. It's Dustin. Well. Yeah. Oh, hello. There goes no rules hero. Thursday. Hello, priest. Hello, Dustin. Hey, Steve. I don't think Fern. it's in your business. Hey, hey, how are y'all doing today? We're good. <laughs> Fuck you, good? Chris. Good. I'm, Fuck I'm, you, Chris. I'm, I'm doing good, Dustin. I'm glad that you've managed to join us. I'm only on here for a second because all these guys want to end the yeah, show. Yeah, we're, we're just about oh, to wrap hello. it up. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I just wanted to say hello to everybody. Hello, Dustin. And I just I heard uh, I heard Steve was into the Wolf Among Us. Yes, so it's really. The what, show. Why has there not been a season two? What the hell are these punks doing? I I don't fucking know. It's amazing, Stop ain't it? They gotta they gotta make Minecraft. Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft sucks. It's not as good as the Wolf. Oh, Among but uh, <laughs> I did want to say before we close out the show at the end of the letter section, I forgot to tell everyone: write us at letters at xboxuncut.com. You can write about anything. Video games. Video game questions. Yeah, video game questions we like the best. But, I mean, if you want more impressions, which I'm sure you don't, but, I mean, if you want them, we'll do them for you. We'll do them for you. So definitely write us at letters at Xbox. Tweet us. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, anyone you know, got any closing remarks? On Twitter except for Jason. He's a little uh, quiet on Twitter. Yeah, absolutely. So you got the you got the outro music queued up, Jason. <laughs> it's not going to be ready for one next saint, week, Steve. One saint, have you got my intro ready for next week? <laughs> no one said bye yet, so I haven't. Pressed I just wonder if you got it ready. Real, I don't want to say real quick, bye. The reason why no Steve it won't be ready for next uh, week because you let the cat out fing- of the bag and said fingers, that you had this fi- uh, uh, victory speech, and I will pull from that. It'll be ready. Oh, you know what? It's I got under two and a half, so we're good. We tried to keep this under two hours. We fucking leeway. failed. So there's that. No, we're at, like, we're yeah, at two we're hours at and twenty-one. That's not too bad. That's too bad. But anyway, we gotta wrap it up. So everyone, thanks for listening once again. Write us a letters at xboxuncut.com. Follow Bye-bye. us on Twitter, and thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.
Bye. Game over.